Welcome to the third session of Carrion Crown. This campaign is played through with 5th uh, edition D&D rules. And we left off last time with a bleak warning, a crumpled note, and the message on it disturbing, to say the least. You'd followed the trail Adrian Bionadresant had left behind out into the moors. Found a blind, hunter's blind on a hillock full of undead. Defeated them handily and in the last rays of the setting sun found a crumpled piece of paper that reads upon the ashen pathways tread softly as the whispered dead as mortal flesh doth rot and fail to leech and maggot ebbing frail and hallowed words cannot be spoken with whispered oath death lies broken shed fear shed life shed pain shed time eternity ceased shall soon be thine for a spirit torn from grave lady's grasp be rent and sown as soured ash soft the spiral song reverses judgment lost damnation surges keeper of the damned souls take with pack lord's heart the beast shall wake the flesh be wrought in disarray stillborn cocoon did blessed decay a hundred slain line innocent grind bone and marrow to cement craft now a skull of splintered graves and make life and make the slave mystery Churn streams to blister, necrophagus secrets whisper, through chronicles of raven's tongue, a legacy of fear and spun. Blood spilt up top the iron thorn, invokes that which cannot be born. Arise the tyrant now unbound, bearer of the carrion. What it means precisely, you're not entirely sure. After putting your heads together, it sure as heck sounds like a recipe for something that's should probably never be made. But all that is immaterial in a minute. As it is night upon the moors, and you're out in the middle of nowhere. And the mists are starting to roll in. And I read now from the Rule of Fear, the guide to Ustalav. Cantawal is a fertile region, watered by the Vistir River and checkered by fields and farms. While wolves and foxes endlessly torment farmers, the land's greatest annoyances come on black wings. Vast flocks of abstinent ravens, seasonally swarming locusts, cicadas, and earwigs wreaking arbitrary destruction. A balance between wooded plains and bleak moors covers the region, all cloaked by dense fog that rolls into the lowlands from the southern mountains. Locals spread a host of warnings and superstitions about these mists, some old folks refusing to venture outdoors in fog without a surrenderable phrasma to keep at bay the spirits lost within, while others swear whole towns sometimes go missing in the mists, losing their connection to the world and vanishing forever in the haze. Are you making any preparations? So have we returned back to Lady Kendra's house or are we still in we the... You certainly have not. 
Yeah, it was back too late to head back, so we were going to yeah. stay here, I believe. So we've yeah, awoken, we're... and the mists have rolled in, and they're very... And, and that's not yeah. ominous at all, so... You yeah, haven't we're awoken. At, we're at the mm. Hunter's Blind. We just defeated the uh, the ghoul oh, and the yes. other undead, I believe, and yeah. uh, um, searched the camp yes. and found well, this. Before no, we fallen. bed down, before we bed down, Gaius will just thumb through his spell book, wave his hand and wand around, pointing it at the door of the hunter's blind and at various points and 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 sorcering and the whole thing in an alarm spell. Wouldn't want to be attacked by uh, any uh, rogue uh, Manchester, he says, proud of himself for thinking ahead this time. What, you don't want a rug again? Most certainly not, and uh, no skeletons or goblins or gobbledygook or ghosts or spirits or any other nasties. Nasties? Some of those can be lots of fun. Just, uh, don't, just don't go outside on your own if you have to. I can't take any responsibility for anything that uh, tries to tear your face off. But if you stay uh, here, we should at least have ample warning. After surveying, there are indeed no rugs in the blind. Oh, good. <laughs> and Gaius breathes a sigh of relief. Uh, last time there was what some about... mention of, of the, the buzzing of Sturges nearby. Is that still sounding like um, something to worry about? Something to think about? Hmm. Let me see a passive perception. What is it? 13, 15, something like that. 13. 13. It's... 15. Quiet. You know you passed a number of Sturge nests to get here. And that's the reason you were delayed, is there's so many that you had to pick pick around them carefully. But you stopped running into them about an hour ago. You don't hear that telltale whine the second. Well, we should sleep soundly. Even if they do come back, we shall have ample warning. I just hope you aren't all such heavy sleepers that I have to shake you for more than a few seconds to wake you up. Otherwise, all the forewarning is pointless. Though with a 15, as Eliza raised the issue, you can't help but notice there are no night sounds. There are no birds. There are no insects. There are no calls. There's no sounds of game moving about in the muck and the water. It's still, and the mists rise up. Disconcerting. For plus five in nature, would it be fairly obvious to Gaius that this mist is something perhaps not natural, combined with the absence of woodland sounds as well. Go ahead and roll me a nature check there, Gaius, to see if we can gather your thoughts. First roll of the night. That will be a 13. It occurs to you that 
that large concentration of Sturges is probably hunting the hell out of the nearby area. And that the local wildlife are giving them a buffer zone. Well, uh... Go, go on. You're probably in at the edge of the buffer zone now. If you went out into the mists, you could probably find some wildlife. This is the most logical explanation. I is it more? Turned... Is it... Go ahead, Yo-Yo. Is it more likely that there, were, if we went out into the mist, some wildlife would probably find us? And uh, when he, Yo-Yo brings that up, it does occur to you. Um, yeah, if game is scarce, then some things out there might be more likely to take a chance on what they could get. And it's also, the stuff that would be out there is able to survive whilst there are sturges. Which yeah. means they've got some survival strategies that are probably going to make them effective against us. Agreed, Yo-Yo, my good friend. And Gaius reiterates, Best we all, uh... Bed down here in close proximity to one another, and nobody better be in the habit of midnight strolls. Amy sort there of any... shrugs, settles down, and just gone. <laughs> She's asleep. <laughs> Is there anything like a box laying around, or a cupboard, or anything of that ilk? There's uh, pretty much an open crate at which it looks like uh, hunters would store equipment. Uh, well, is Yo-Yo able to make his bed in there and just sort of maybe put a bit of canvas over the top? I'm going to say yes. Excellent. You hear some snoring sounds coming from the box. So, I ask then... Who stays on watch and who sleeps? I guess Gaius will probably stay on watch since he doesn't have to sleep. If we need some well, extra watch, I can probably stay up for a bit, but I do need some manner of sleep. Nobody mentioned watches before Amy was asleep, yeah. so... <laughs> I do still have to spend at least four hours meditating, but Gaius can take the first watch. Alright, alone on first watch. Excellent. Unless anyone explicitly volunteers to do the second watch, though, he'll probably just wake Yo-Yo up when it's time for second watch. Alright, I can do second. And third? Does somebody want to wake up the vampire girl early <laughs> to do third watch? Vote she does third watch, only you'll have to be the one to rouse her. I... I I think Gaius would know that if you if you make Yo-Yo do third watch, you'll get a breakfast out of it. A cooked he, breakfast. On the one hand, yes. On the other hand, if we don't let him get his beauty sleep, let's just say we won't be getting pancakes for breakfast. We'll be See. getting uh, gristle off the bottom of the pot. Fun fact. Normally I'd make you roll intelligence to see if you remember to grab supplies before you came out of here, but Yo-Yo is a halfling. They yeah. always have food. Always. There's no need to roll. Desperately need to get bags of holding, though. 
Well, first watch. Gaius, roll me a perception check. Let me see. Plus three should be or should be not bad. And that's think... going to be oh yeah, bank. Do you want to volunteer for something? Uh, it doesn't necessarily volunteer. Bank's gonna sort of like unintentionally stay away, like stay up a bit, just because the lack of like am just lack of like ambient animal sound and that is kind of like uh, like upsetting to him. So he's just sort of like keeping an eye out, just like. Well, I'm not sure if then this you... is much comfort for him, but as he stays up, he's gonna just see and hear Gaius doing what the DM affectionately called his carters last yeah. time. And Bank Splashing can roll a perception check as well. But I got a 22 on my perception. Pretty good. Record, so. Nice. And yeah, I don't know, I suppose if one of you is going to wake him up for... Do we need three or four watches? I can never remember. Three watches is usually how it goes. Four hours each time, each watch, isn't it? Yeah, only an 11. Ish. Yeah, 12 right. hours. A lack of life is disconcerting him. It. <laughs> no life, no light. Soon the mist blots out all. Sound becomes muffled. You've got about 10 feet before your eyes. Beyond that, things get uncertain. A hazy dream, a cocoon of wet, chill. And. Gaius. You hear someone calling your name, guys. Mm hmm. What do they sound like, Gaius? Gaius's hand clutches the hilt of his blade. His other hands on his spell book. And what do you want? He's gonna just look around, just sort of silently scan the horizon as far as he can see to just see if he can try to determine which direction this voice is coming from. And He's most certainly not gonna go walking out there. Of 22. You see a, you see a distorted light rolling across the fog, moving down through the trees at the bottom of the hill, darting back and forth in between them, fast, regular. There are secrets, Gaius, secrets to be had. Come down, Gaius. Gaius knows this is a very bad idea, but it knows exactly how to coax him. May I roll myself a charisma save to determine whether or not I'm I would say this would be a wisdom save, Gaius. Lovely. Let me see if I'm proficient in them. Indeed, I am. 
That will be a 19. Gaius, this is absolutely a horrible idea. Gaius shakes. He see he feels himself about to go after it. Finds himself on the very edge of the mist, on the very edge of the radius of the alarm spell, and then seems to shake, shake himself back into the here and now. Realizes that he's taken his hand off the blade of his sword, and then he just steps back into the hunter's blind. Slides his hand back onto the hilt of his sword and shuts his eyes, trying to pretend the thing isn't there. You hear it whispering in the distance, but after a while it seems to be fading further away. And then you don't see any more light in the fog. Thank not anything to Eliza when you woke wake her up for her watch. Yeah, very yeah, much. It's do. watch, sorry. It's watch, my bad. Eliza finds itself being perhaps a bit too roughly shaken awake by Gaius. It's not the normal, you know, just gently nudging someone to tell them that it's time for their watch. Gaius has his hands on your shoulders and he is jolting you back and forth, seemingly desperate to make sure you wake up. Guilt snaps to consciousness. Doesn't take much to wake up, Guild. Gaius jumps back, surprised. His sword's in front of him. And then he lowers it. He says, Righto, your turn. Word to the wise. You hear anything whispering your name out there, you best shut your ears and eyes and look in the other direction till it's gone, eh? That sounds concerning. Did you have an incident? No, no incident. In fact, I, I knew it was a bad idea right from the start. Wasn't taken in for a moment, I wasn't. Would take much more than some nasty whispering my name from the mists to, uh, tempt me into doing something stupid and getting myself killed. Just be careful. And then Gaius retreats to the corner and kneels down, beginning his meditation. Well, thank you. I'll keep an ear out. And I'll start my watch. Then you may roll me a perception check. Perception. If you can't find your perception, I fear you automatically fail. <laughs> That's a lot kind of numbers of on my page. <laughs> 17. I know. 17. All right. In the distance, to the east, away. You hear something large moving. Something big sloshing through the muck. It's this, the mist is d distorting things. It's hard to tell whether or not it's coming this way. But the sound is steady and continues. One minute, four minutes, ten minutes, 
Does it appear to be getting louder? Or just standing <sighs> Sounds like it's staying about the same. You think it's crossing parallel to the camp. Might just quietly keep an ear out for that. Notice any changes in it. One of your strengths is that when in doubt, you can always become more or less a statue. And you freeze and wait. Only your eyes clicking as they slide over to your companions who are occasionally snoring, farting, and rolling in their sleep. You know, usual night noises. Eat the fart quieter. Yeah. Do you want to try and find a way to muffle them, or are you going to trust that? I'm, I'm sure it'll, it'll be fine. Alright. I trust their farts. Trust in the gas we pass. And your trust is verified, as eventually the noise dies away. No telling what it was, but it was large. How are you sticking to the plan and waking up Amy? Uh, yes, I will gently try and wake up Amy. <laughs> is it, is it, is it, it's early, mommy. I want to go back to sleep. It's time for your watch. Oh, 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 um, um. Okay, okay. I'm, I, I'm up. I'm up. What am I supposed to be watching for? Um, I understand. There's, there's the potential for mysterious voices, and there was a large something that wandered nearby, but not did not approach. Oh, I wonder what sort of large thing. That might be fun to play with. It also might very much be not fun to play with, so I wouldn't attract its attention if if you get the opportunity. Okay, I'll be good. I won't go playing with strange big things in this mist. And I'll sit down in the corner and shut down for a bit. All right. The Eventually, the sky lightens. The mist is still there, however. But it's beginning its slow fade. Amy watches boring. Give me a perception check. Okay. Um, I've got a cat, excuse me. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> uh, well. Alright, let's see if I can... Apollo, you are being a bit of a butt. One minute. There we go. <laughs> What are for, if not that? So that's a natural one. <laughs> Podcast listeners, a cat walked past Lady Nero's camera and then she rolled a nat one. All right. That one? Amy, natural this is one. boring. Probably more, more distracted by Gaius in the background going like, ha! as he cuts his sword through the air. She she walks just outside and starts uh, smacking the grass with her uh, um with her stick slash mace. Gaius right. would be awake at this time. Could I yes. roll to possibly notice her and you stop absolutely her could. Uh I'd like you to roll me a perception check in general, Gaius. She's not wandering off, she's just like going to the door and like hitting the grass that's around the door because she's bored. That'll be a 12. All right. 
For you managed to you managed to back her up, but uh, and fortunately for the lot of you, it is uneventful. And as the morning sun rises, a, a broken egg yolk in the sky, distorted through the fog. Eventually, it burns through, and the mist is down. Now, I have a very important job for you, Amy. Uh, just come back here. I'm going to prop these blocks of wood up here. I'm going to strike them with my sword. And I'd like you to pick them back up and set them back up every time I manage to knock one down, okay? Boring! And she goes over and pokes, uh, uh and politely knocks on, uh, Yo-Yo's box. Mr. Yo- Dr. Yo-Yo, uh, it- it's- it's breakfast time, I think, because the sun's coming up. Yeah, she's giving Gaius all the respect she thinks he deserves, <laughs> which is next to none. <laughs> uh, uh, what? What? Uh, uh, uh. Come on, chap. Breakfast time. You've got hungry mouths to feed. Come on, chop chop. This you is see not his your little bread. head peer out of a box. Is anyone dead? No, no one's dead. Well. I don't know. What's your, is your, if your definition of dead is lying down and not moving, no one's dead. I'm thinking. Wonderfully eggs suspicious and battered, battered toast and beans. Good trail food. And he just sort of drags himself out of the box and starts making breakfast. They did leave behind the communal pot. You don't think that, 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 that Yo-Yo would just use common pottery and and pa- he carries his own equipment, thank you very much. <laughs> Good enough. Again, halfling, so no need to roll to see if you brought it. And in a surprisingly short amount of time, a filling and basic breakfast is made. Those of you who eat partake. And then is it time to begin the long trek back to town? There anything left to do here? I don't think so. I mean, this is where the that painter guy apparently was coming with all of that food and that wine and stuff, and we and he still owes the innkeeper twenty five gold. So we need to make sure that she gets that twenty five gold because it's only polite. If he's he may be rude, but we're not rude. And we found uh, evidence of uh, that somebody suspicious was up here, but it appears they've moved on. So. I think we found something more significant than that. I think we found the personal effects of the missing huntsman, Mr. Sylvanus, or whatever his name was. Silas Renfrew. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, the I name. Suppose, I suppose his family wants to know what happened to him. We can just tell him the painter got him. Resolved, of course. Patsy of course we should let his family and loved ones know. I think I best handle that part of it. Hey, sure, you know, bedside manner was never one of your specialties. I know that, but there's my bedside manner and then your nightmare-inducing manner. So true, I, I, true. I, I think I will uh, probably take care of. Plus, is, aren't you also, like, sort of a, a part-time priest? I mean, people like part-time, like priests, whether they're part-time or not, right? Well... Yes, but I'm also a priest of death, 
So um, that kind of brings it back down a bit, if you know what I mean. Still, they handle this kind of news. They oh, we get a Casper. Rather hear the news from you than from me. For some reason, when whenever I mention, you know, uh, the specific process of their bodily functions ceasing to work and speculate on exactly what might have happened to them, usually I get forcefully turned out of the house. Well, there's reasons that I'm more than happy to explain it. It's people don't really want to know about decomposition when they've just discovered that, you know, Granny has kicked the bucket. It happened to all of us one day. No reason why it should be considered a taboo subject, but... Well, uh, I think we'd best get on the road then if we're to get back to town. No use lingering here for any longer. Yeah, that's not really the best subject unless you're talking about eating the innards for dinner and, you know, making sure that they're all clean and stuff. Violetta, who has been uncommonly quiet this morning, offers to back up anyone who wishes to guide you back to town. Does anyone want to assist her with that? Uh, Bank can help with that, yeah. Alright, then go ahead and roll me a survival check with advantage, Bank. Yeah. As the two of you take point, head in now. And that'll be 22. 22. For that, you get the bonus. It's tricky picking your way back it and along the way as you start threading yourself into this territory where the sturges are dominating the area along the way you find what made all that noise last night The stench is horrible. It lies on the ground a few hundred yards away, half out of the muck, something four-legged easily, the size of a wagon, a tail two or three times the length of its stumpy body, legs like an elephant's, a long neck, ending in a massive head. But that's about all you can see because the entirety of it is moving. Moving with dull brown feathery creatures. See, I said I told you, not wise to go wandering around at night. This fellow did and look what happened to him. Any idea of what it is that we're looking at? Or You can give me a nature roll if you want to try. So we'll attempt one as well. It does look fairly distinctive, even if the features are covered. Ooh, an 18. Be a 12 for Gaius only. 18, bank. You've heard legends. You've never seen one in person, mainly because seeing one in person is usually fatal as hell. Yeah. 
This is a large predator of the marsh. Well, scavenger of the marsh. A thing called a catoblepus. Sir? It has Toblepus. poison. It has poisonous breath. And its gaze can kill whatever it stares at. It's a legendary monster. This is the sort of thing is the doom of small towns when it wanders out of the wilderness. And it's been killed by things a fraction of its size. I really don't like those uh, feathery things. Are these the sturge? The feathery things? Or is that something you else? Are? Do you want to approach and look closer? Uh, no, not really. Yo, yo, <laughs> good friend. Uh, why don't you put that medical training to good use and see if you can figure out what did him in? I think I what think did him in is things... currently eating him. Yeah, I we think it's all the things approach. on top of that thing. Right, yes, the Katopa Pass is alive. I thought it was dead. <laughs> it might have really passed. It might have been alive last night, but it's not now. So I'm going to use my extensive medical training to conclude that approaching that thing would not be advisable. As they say uh, yeah. in the traveling showbiz, why don't we exit stage left while we still can? Concur, Agreed. whispers so, Gaius. So, so just a quick recap. So it's the body of it looks like it's like sunk part way into the marsh and then obviously we're assuming whatever's killed it is currently still there so yes something on the body is moving hmm. uh, like a curtain or a carpet could be a rug they are known to be indigenous to the area we don't need to fight any more rugs nah I now that you've brought that up, I agree. Perhaps we ought to give it a wide berth, but... Well, I can't... I can't say I'm not curious as to uh, finding out what did such a uh, magnificent creature in. I think Bank's trying to make his way closer. <laughs> Alright, Bank, give me a stealth check. We're survival, you go. Well, okay, we can need a new character now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it's, uh, yeah. it's a creature he's never seen before, so he would try to get closer to it, even if it is dead already. <laughs> Seeing Bank approaches is all Gaius needs, uh, and he's going to attempt to sneak closer too. So stealth all or survival, right. was it? <laughs> yeah, for both of you, evidently. I don't think hmm? you should do that. How far away are we from it? Uh, a couple hundred feet. Yeah. See, see, the player knows this is a bad idea, but Bank doesn't. Ah, same. <laughs> That's fair. So I'm how do you do, Bank? Uh, an 11 on survival. 11. I chose stealth, and I got a non-natural 20. Alright. You do the elfy thing and glide over the mud without leaving <laughs> tracks. Bank? Not so much. He's too distracted by the caterpillar's body. <laughs> But fortunately, they're a bit busy with their feast. You get closer and you see, yeah, the, you see glimpses of scaly hide underneath the moving carpet. And it's not a carpet. It is maybe about 500 to 1,000 
songbird. Sized masses of wings and feathers and beaks. Long needle-like beaks that they'll pull out, shake bits of oozy blood off of, then stick back in. And you, as occasionally one will get up and wobble away, and you see a bloated, full, like a fist-sized tick. On blood. Are you satisfied? Gaius whispers to Bank. You also see the remnants of what must have been a massive fight. There are dozens of these reddish-brown things, the Sturgis. They have to be trampled in the mud and lying still around. It put up a hell of a fight, but Mm. it was not equipped to take on so many. Well, you've seen what uh, did him in. It's feasting from him right now. I vote we uh, head on back. So how close would you say we are at the moment? Like, to the body? I'd say you're, I'd say you're about uh, 100 feet away. Nah. It is the one tick, though. Uh, it's co- he's, the body's covered in ticks. Covered in ticks. He's mm. like flying uh, ticks. That's flying. what sturges are essentially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 500 to 1,000. Give or take. It's hard to tell to well, keep moving. Gaius has mm. plus five in nature. Do these appear to be sturges? These are absolutely sturges. Yeah. Oh, we'd best not uh, disturb the swarm bank. Let's uh, head on back because if they see that we're still up and about, we'll be their next meal. As you discuss, quietly of course, suddenly the carpet goes still, and about a dozen of them lift off with a whine, a whine that's all too familiar to Amy. And then suddenly they kind of spiral off west in an arrow formation. It was like birds migrating. Where are they heading? Same direction you're going, more or less. Yeah. A couple more poke up, then kind of tumble and stumble, try to fly, but can't. They're too fat and full of stolen blood. And after a second, they seem to lose whatever... Instinct drew them on and go back to plunging their beaks into the corpse. And this close here, this close, you can hear this and as they peck through the tough, mm-hmm. thick, hairy hide. Yeah, it's too. Monster. Yeah, the bank just sort of. Yeah, it's too dangerous. It should head back. You get back to your party without any problem and uh, continue on your way and before long you leave the worst marshes of the moors behind and the town of Ravengrow comes into your sight 
familiar, cozy. You can hear it distantly, the noises of people going about their late morning activities. You made pretty good time on the way back. It's somewhere around ten or so. I'm keeping an eye out for those, uh, uh, what was it, a dozen Sturges? Good idea. They were, you said they were heading uh, this direction, the same way we were going. General idea. You keep an eye out, but... They're tiny. Small things. Small things flying when you're on the ground. Who's to say? There's a lot of trees and bands between here and there. Bands of terrain. Detours you have to take. They could be anywhere. And before too long, you're back in town. So, where to now? I suppose we'd best be the bearers of bad news to the family of that poor hunter. Yo-yo, my friends, when you're ready, I shall accompany you, just in case uh, they don't take the news very well. They're, they're not going to take the news well, but I'm concerned that if you try and comfort it, they might take the news apoplectically, and I'm hoping to avoid that. Promise I will keep my mouth closed. I will... I, I will remember from last time, and I will certainly not tell them that uh, Grotus hey. would be proud of their loved There's ones. There's a hand passing. tugging on Gaius's cloak, or his clothes. Hey, Gaius, um, you read the professor's journal, right? Oh, yes, yes. I, I, the, I started cataloging most of the books there in the study. No, the, the, the one that was uh, uh, in the chest, his diary. Right? right, yes, I did. Actually, that brings to mind... I'm sure you're going to remind me of it, Amy. He mentioned something about some cachet or thereabouts up in the cemetery that we might like to look at. Didn't he also mention records? Something yes. about the president records? That's right, and I was intending to get onto those at some point. Uh, you know what, Yo-Yo, perhaps you're right. Perhaps uh, it would serve you better if I wasn't present. Of more pressing matters to attend to. So here, I'm going to tell you how this works. While you're in the town of Ravengrow, there will be three phases a day, morning, afternoon, and evening. If you want to split up and go different places, yes. But each each place you go will occupy a, fa a phase. Just remember how well splitting up went last time. Yeah. It is a fairly small town, I will say that. Well, but as long as we yes. keep Gaius away from any rugs, we should be okay. <laughs> good point, good idea. Perhaps staying outdoors is just the ticket. Uh... Like it's I not said, not likely yeah. to be any lugs in a, any rugs in a graveyard. So my thoughts exactly. For you. If you'd like to come well, along, come can... he looks over at Bank. Uh, interested in a stroll about the cemetery? More eyes, the better. Who knows where this, uh, where these uh, tools are hidden? Okay. Well then, ah. Uh, off to the cemetery, then. Yo-Yo, please do give my most genuine condolences to the family. 
I absolutely will. All right. That Lee Violetta excuses herself. I've, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to go back to Kendra's house and rest. And that leaves Amy to decide where she'd like to go. Um, that is a, that is a good decision. I think just for kicks and giggles, Amy's going to go to the town hall to see if she can find those records. She wants more, she likes stories. She wants interesting stories, and that sounds like a good place to get stories. All right. She figured she'd have a better time at uh, the town hall than the Church of Phrasma, you know, because Mommy didn't speak very high of Phrasma. <laughs> Three to the Restlands, one to settle the affair of Silas Renfrew, and one to go pester for access to town hall records. Excellent. We'll start with a yo-yo. It takes a little while. The notice of the notice uh, basically said contact the sheriff for any news and the sheriff is out when you go and uh, start looking for him eventually after an hour or two he finds his way back to the jail to find you waiting for him he kind of gives you a nod, nod morning I see you got back rest of your crew do as well can you repeat? I get a lot of internet warble, and I'm fairly sure I missed everything. Sorry. All right. Takes can you a little while. Can you guys hear me clearly? I can hear you. We can hear you. We can hear you. Okay. So I heard. Basically. I heard you say Yo-Yo was doing, and then it just—I lost everything. Sorry. All right. Yo-Yo eventually tracks down the sheriff, who uh, nods at nods at you. Morning. Glad to see you uh, got back. All right. Did the rest of your crew do the same? Yes, but it, I'm very sorry to say I'm here in official capacity. Well, that's my troublesome coming from a man of the cloth. What's wrong, Father? I'm afraid one of your fellows has uh, run afoul of some misdeeds and, and some miscreants. We found the certainly remains of uh, Tyler. Ah, damn it. I had a feeling I... it would turn, wouldn't be turning up again. Uh, did what proof you got? May I? Can I point to a chair? Well, yeah, it's a tale that uh, either you or me is going to have to tell his family. Yeah, I thought I'd give you the rundown of what we've encountered and then we should strategize how best to break the news. And I All imagine right. you'll want to also keep some details under your hat whilst you're investigating. Well, this is sounding my complicated. More than I was expecting, but go on. Um, basically, Yo-Yo described to him what we found in the um, blind and how there were a whole bunch of undead, and that one of them was... Correct me if I'm Silas was one of the undead, wasn't he? You did find the handkerchief in the thing's pocket, so... Yeah, and I proffer sketches of the five bodies in terms of what they would have looked like. They were drawn to de-zombify, if you know what I mean. 
All right. Uh, remind me, do you have uh, proficiency with calligraphy, artist tools, anything that you can use to sketch? I do not. I believe I have just brewing and cooking, so I'm hoping that I can just make a um, drawing and make a roll, and it be more than a. It could just simply be a five-year-old kindergarten sketch. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Now, just asking. It's he squints at him a bit, then shrugs. You try to de-zombify them, but it's kind of impossible. Actually, give me a medicine check. Yeah, reconstructing the faces. That would make sense. Okay. Uh, I have rolled. It's a nine. You did the best you could, but they were pretty far gone. It was out in the moors. They've been there for some time. <sighs> All right. Well, the hmm. they were undead. I see you couldn't have brought the remains back, not safely. And you say they're out there, out there, hours out into the marsh. They're also a extraordinarily large. Um, I don't know what the collective noun is for Sturges. Um, I'm going to go with shitload. There's a shitload of Sturges, and they seem to be moving in this direction. Maybe? Really? Thousands. We ain't, ain't seen nothing. Might Thousands. Explain why we, might explain why we had people disappear. Thousands. There was enough of them to kill a Katobal pass. Yeah, and he, 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 I was just about to say, they were able to bring down a catablepus. His eyes get big. Those things stink so bad you can't get near them without puking. They, damn. Not I think we have a problem. I think we have a problem. I'm gonna have to bring this to the council. Um, listen, I need to go report to them right the heck now. Uh, here, Silas Renfrew, his folks live, uh, his uh, family lives out on the north end of town, uh, past the temporal Phrasma. If you want to go and tell him what's what, just break the news gentle, yeah? Is it going to be better coming from a stranger that's new in town, or is it going to come better from somebody who's local that they know? He sighs. Well, you got me. It's, it'd be better coming from me. If you wanted to be there, though, if you wanted to be there, though, they might appreciate. They might have questions. I ain't got I'm the answers. I am at your disposal. All right. I will summarize things quickly then. You go and meet uh, Silas Renfrew's wife, Maria, a tearful middle-aged woman. Her two, her two children take it are shocked as a young girl 10 11 who just freezes and a young man awkward gangly who stares at you horrified but the wife holds it together <laughs> thank you I'm I always knew this day could come but I'm glad that we know for certain now. We'll pray for him. That's all we can do. He's in Phrasma's hands now. I'm very sorry that my 
compatriots and I were not able to get there in time to. It happened fault. a while ago, I'm afraid. It was that wicked necromancer's fault, wasn't it? Um, do you mean the painter fellow for the stranger painter fellow? Well, if you put if you put a whole bunch of evil carpets and moving skeletons in his room, he's a necromancer in my book. I'm sorry, I'm just calling it like I see it. Well. I think there's a very good chance that he is a necromancer, and as such, he has come into the interest of the Church of Phrasma. Um, if I don't know if it's of any comfort to you, but I will be asking him some extremely pointed questions, and I will be doing so in the capacity of the Church. She smiles. I hope you do so, and I hope you do that with red-hot pokers. If the answer to what I... I hope you... <laughs> she grabs her children. Yeah. And the sheriff uh, ushers you away. Okay. <laughs> if he tells the me sher- to go, I'll go. The sheriff nods. All right. You done good. Um, Here. There was a bit of a whip round uh, for this. He reads in his pockets, pulls out a uh, much-folded piece of paper. Ink's a little blurry. This here is a voucher credit for uh, 200 gold worth of services from the local stores. The widow and her family, they will need that. Good thinking. We're already taking care of the widow and their family. This is for whoever turned in the bounty. So. Oh. Well, I'm sure some of my associates will have a need of money. No, Sheriff, if I can broach one last thing, and I you mean this in a can. professional professional courtesy, you do understand. If he is a necromancer, I'm going to be handing you a pile of ashes, not, a, not, not somebody to incarcerate. You do understand that, don't you? After what he done, that ain't going to make me sleep rough at night if you do that. Okay, just a, miracle. This... He did... just a miracle he didn't kill our innkeeper. Just a miracle. Just so long as there's some folks that don't understand that church law has got to come first. When people start meddling with the processes of life and death. Well, I just handle laws that concern people. The rest I leave to the gods. Take his hand, take the voucher, get out of his way. Alright. Amy! Yes! You go poking around, asking about records. And you find that people on the street are a little friendlier than they were yesterday. And they start, they tell you, they point you to uh, a uh, house that's down the way a little ways and they tell you well uh you want to talk to Shanda Fairvan she's 
one of the counselors. Uh, she deals with that sort of thing. Okay, thank you very much. And she walks purposely up to the house and politely knocks on the door. She's trying to be as grown up as she possibly can for being eight years old and not having to do this before. <laughs> you knock. And after a few moments, the bolt draws back. It's a small stone house. Fairly nice. And you see a somewhat familiar face. It's an attractive Verisi woman of Verisian descent. Hair, hair done up somewhere in her middle age. She's got eyes that peer at you with a almost frightening intensity. But her face softens into a smile. And this is the one, the woman you saw at uh, Lorimore's funeral. One of them, the silent woman who watched everyone else, and left with Ch with uh, Councillor Harthmont. And she nods. Ah, it would be the youngest one of the visitors. Yes, my name is Emilius Levier. At your service, ma'am. Um. Councilwoman Shanta Fervin is my very good pleasure to meet you. And Amy will shake her hand um councilwoman um the professor mentioned some records at the town hall and uh, um considering some of the stuff that's been going on i was wondering if maybe i could possibly look at those records you know kendra came to me late yesterday i think you were out of town at the time and asked if she could and i told her i would take it under advisement I told her that partly because, well, Mr. Adressant had respect requested to see those records, and I had permitted him. So I wanted a chance to see if anything had been taken or interfered with. And to tell the truth, I wasn't entirely sure of you and your friends. But after, I must admit, after what you've done for this town so far, I don't see a reason not to. Come with me, at least. Okay, thank you very much. And she will follow the councilwoman. And she's, like I said, she's got, she's being very, you know, as grown up as she possibly can. You're walking up straight and trying to imitate, like, the guards that she'd seen <laughs> at, uh, in other places. You? Hmm. If you don't mind my asking, you'll look, um, little young to be rummaging through musty old stacks full of paper. Doesn't seem like much of a uh, young lady's idea of fun to me, but uh, I, I could be wrong. Well, it seems to be rather important because the professor mentioned the records at the town hall and the ones at the temple dealing with uh, um, the, the prison. And uh. considering that um, the, the, the painter who wasn't very nice, um, after all, was interested in those two. There, there may be, uh, uh, something that we could use to stop him. That... And, well, he was certainly interested in them when his time here. He left the... He left the papers concerning the prison in quite a bit of disarray. So... Do be careful with them. They're all we've got of uh, that era. And she goes to the town. She goes to the town hall. A large converted barn, basically. 
she unlocks the padlock on the doors, swings them open, and shows you inside. It's uh, pretty much just a large open space with a raised stage on one end. And up on that stage, there's a table, there's a couple, there's a desk, and there's a couple of loose crates with moldering paper sticking out of them. This is what we've got. When you're finished, uh, come and get me or one of the other counselors or the sheriff if he doesn't have anything better to do. And we'll close it up again. Okay, thank you very much, councilwoman. And Amy sort of pushes her sleeves up a little bit and deliberately, you know, adult-like marches up to the stage and then she starts going through the uh, the papers very carefully because it appears that they're very old right. and possibly fall apart on her. And a sucker goes in the... Or, uh, a uh, grape stick candy goes in her mouth. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. that's, your, that's your studying sucker. All right. Go ahead and give me... A history or investigation roll. I have an investigation of four. My history is only three, so I'm going to go with investigation. All right. Um, let's see. That is, I'm using I'm using new coin dice, yeah. so that is a thirteen on the dice. So that would be a seventeen total. Seventeen is enough to do it. You learn many of the things that Kendra also confirmed uh do you speak verician by any chance i do not i've got my language is necro plus whatever it is common mm. that we're speaking yeah you're hitting a little bit of a barrier because there's, there's a lot of interesting documents but you just don't speak the language that said you do find out one more interesting thing most of the hardened criminals sent to Harrowstone spent only a few months imprisoned, for it was here that most of Ustalov's executions during that era were carried out. You also find references to the fire that uh, destroyed Harrowstone. But the funny thing is, the official reports, a few of them mentioned that the tragedy was in fact a blessing in disguise, for the prisoners had rioted and gained control of the prison's dungeons immediately prior to the conflagration. It was only through the self-sacrifice of Warden Hawkrin and 23 of his guards that the prisoners were prevented from escaping. The reports painted as the guards giving their lives to save the town of Ravengrove. Is there any mention of the Warden's wife? Yes. There is. Vesoriana Hochran. Listed as a casualty. And for uncovering the step of the clues, you may gain a point of inspiration. Ooh, thank well you. Done. Um, all of those records that... Uh, um... Amy finds that talks about the fire, the warden, the wife. Um, she is going to very carefully roll them up and put them in a pouch that she had that she was embroidering this morning. It's got like fancy ribbons and stuff on it and rather lopsided ribbon roses. And they just sort of vanish right into the pouch. It's a bag of holding now. 
Excellent. Also, let me check something very quickly. Da, da, da. I'm trying to remember whether comprehend languages is an artificer spell or not. I'm not sure if it is, but um, I, if I do, I don't it have it on my... Bard, Sorcerer, is... Warlock, and Wizard. It is not. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think so, because I didn't have... Because that would have been something I would have had on my sheet. So. However, it is a ritual spell. Anyone with the ritual caster feet would be able to get it. If you have that, then you might have it. Yep. And now, we move from where Amy is politely trussing things up and handing back the key, I'm assuming. Yeah, she's going to politely... Um, when she gets done... Um, she's going to sort of tidy the files up a little bit, uh, put them back in the crates, minus the ones that she has absconded with, to show the others. She'll even take some of them that have the, uh, uh that's, that's are in Verissian, if they look kind of interesting. You know, a couple of random ones, she doesn't know if they're interesting or not, but they look interesting. Right. And, and your investigation was 17? Yes. All right. And uh, uh, then she'll close up the door, um, and if the councilwoman left the key with her, she'll lock it up and then go back to give the councilwoman the key. Otherwise, okay. she'll go back to the house, the, the, close the doors, and go back and tell the councilwoman, uh, thank you very much, and she's done. And then she's going to go uh, find Yo-Yo. You didn't have quite enough trust with the town yet to have her just give you the key, so you find her and she locks it up after you're done. There's plenty of people in the square, in the town, moving through the town square, who kind of watching you exit giving nods, waving, and uh, you do that and you head off to find Yo-Yo. Now, we move across town to the Restlands. Cemeteries are different during the day. Quiet green mounds, single rows of jutting stones. This one's been going for a good long while, and there, there's some been some money involved in this town. For there, there's a lot of above-ground crypts that turn it into a nice... not exactly a maze, but it's easy to get lost in there. Which, as you're venturing into the cemetery... For reasons that aren't exactly the standard ones, is somewhat favorable for you. Just in case somebody happens to ask, hey, uh, what the hell are you doing? You've got a little bit to put between that. You've got a little bit of cover to put between curious onlookers and uh, yourselves. Never quite understood the point of uh, cemeteries. You know, Grotus doesn't require you to leave these monuments to your death. You just go and leave your parts behind to be repurposed. But, well, I suppose it brings comfort to somebody. And I will admit all of these crypts look like the perfect places to hide some uh, occult tools. Uh, where should we start looking? That is a good question. What did the journal did say? Did it give any hints? Do you have the journal with you, or did you leave it with the trunk? Gaius probably... He... He's intelligent. 
but he's probably not the type of person who would think to bring the journal with him. <laughs> he would have probably just put it back in the trunk with all the other books, meaning to go over it properly later. All right, then I'd say everyone with there, which is uh, Bank and Guild and Gaius, can roll me investigation checks if they would. Uh, just, just, just look as if we're paying respect. Uh, see if we notice anything out of the ordinary. And that will be a sixteen from Gaius. There's a two from Bank. Bank, you just flat out don't remember. But after talking a bit, Gaius and Guilt remember that it said the false crypt was at the intersection of the black. Sleep and the Everway. The Black Path and the Eversleep, rather. And looking around a bit, you do in fact find some ancient bricks at the start of each path that tell that tell which address they are, more or less, which street they are in the cemetery. And before too long, you're standing in front of what you're pretty sure is the false crypt. The name on it is Weathered, but a careful examination of the plate shows that it's not as old as the weathering would seem to indicate. Somebody has deliberately wrecked it to hide the name. It stands there, going back into a small hill, there's a pair of bronze doors. Big, obvious locks. Right, uh... I know Violetta's good at picking these things, but, uh... Do you want to go and fetch her? Or do you have another idea? Well, do any of us have thieves' tools on us? Because I certainly don't. Nope. Uh, what type How? of? However, the type of like standard key lock, or does it look like if you, like could they be unlocked from the inside, sort of thing? Hmm. Are you taking a closer look at it? I'm probably having a look because he's also looking to see if there are any gaps in the door. <laughs> All right. You go up there, and you start take you peer into the lock, and you see. So, uh, this lock is actually broken. It looks melted, almost as if by acid, and then looks like somebody took parts of it back into place. We do know that the professor himself came through here, or intended to come through here at one point before he passed. I only wonder if somebody got to the bounty before he did. Might this have been his doing? I'm sure the professor would have not had to resort to such crude means of entry, but you could be right. Just the same. Let's be prepared, shall we? Gaius will <laughs> draw his sword and he'll look over at Bank and he'll nod at Bank 
to open the door. With your passive perceptions, you can easily tell, easily wait for a moment where there are no passerbys on the road outside. No one else strolling around the grounds. And the door opens. All of you can see in the dark, yes? I can? I don't think I can. Mannequins can't? Interesting. Yeah. Bank can. Guys? It's dark in there. The rest of you... See, uh... A single room. There looked to be a pair of statues, robed people holding swords on either side of it. There's a little bit of fallen, crumbled granite from the ceiling above in the leftmost corner. And on the uh, northern wall, there are two singular brown stores. Will just tap the blade of his sword with his hand and cast light on it to, to bathe the room in light so that Guild can see. It's illuminated clearly. It's it's not a big room. It's about 30 by 30. So the only thing of note appears to be the sarcophagus? There is no sarcophagus. No there's sarcophagus. a pair of statues, and there's Do two bronze doors. Bronze doors. Anything, bronze doors. anything of note that you can sense, Gaius? Um, well, <laughs> see, most crypts I've been in, there's usually a dead fella or two. Uh, these statues are... Gaia, uh, Gaius approaches one of the statues, and he's just going to give it a look over, see if he recognizes who it might be or what it depicts. I assume this is why they call it a false crypt, as there's no oh, dead me. body inside. Oh. <laughs> you see from the anyway. bank in the background? <laughs> not yet, anyway. There are doors that seem to go deeper in. Well, let's nice. just watch. Let's just watch but that we don't become the corpses to decorate this one. Give me a quick religion check on that statue, there, guys. Hmm, religion not great at, but I will attempt it. Ah, oh, well, I have not rolled badly yet tonight, so that's going to be an eighteen. Eighteen. You can say that. <laughs> they are roped figures carrying swords. In one of their hands, resting a point down. With the other hand, they're making a sign. That you're looking at each other. It looks like there's the, the fingers are different. It looks like they're talking, and it occurs to you that there used to be a Phrasman Inquisitive Order called the Silent Hunt that uh, used secrecy and stealth and subterfuge to hunt and slay undead and other enemies of Phrasma. And they would occasionally do things like leave big caches of uh, tools and weapons in, like, out-of-the-way graveyards. Was it... So you mentioned... So it's the two statues and the doors. Are those doors other than the ones we just entered in, or is it just the ones we've entered in through? These doors are across the way from the ones you've entered. So Gaius will quickly recount the history of this order that he's aware of. 
and he'll say, even more be on your guard. People like that don't tend to just leave their uh, valuable treasures lying around for everyone to take. This door there, bank, uh, hmm? does that one look to be locked? We'll head over and have a look at it. Or trapped. Give me an investigation check. This can only go well. There's another two. You can't see any traps on it. And you can't see an obvious lock. The only way to tell would be to test it. Yeah, it seems fine. Tries to push it open. You push it open and it wretches open. And beyond... You can see a small, smaller room with a flight of stairs heading down, and there, at the edge of your dark vision, you can see the stairs open up into a larger space, and directly across from them is what could be a sarcophagus. Motions for everyone to follow him and to be quiet as he approaches the sarcophagus and investigates it to determine if it is indeed a sarcophagus and all right everybody else following or are you letting gaia stealth up alone i'll follow okay yeah Maybe i'll follow stealthy as well all right he hasn't said the white so all right we motioned first to follow i believe yeah just in case all you right. know best to stick together so if a stealth check is required, that will be a 16 for Gaius. Oof, there's a 4 for Bank. Well, sigh. Disadvantage, one of them was a natural 20. The other one was not. Uh, uh, eight. Eight, huh? Gaius, your shadow in the darkness. You are unheard, unseen. Everyone else, however. The silent hunt would have been clunk, proud of you. Clunk, clunk. <laughs> and perhaps that is why you managed to get through without incident. Well, the others get things dropping on them from the ceiling. Roll initiative, please. Nah. <laughs> uh, initiative? Yep. Gaius just swears under his breath as out comes the sword as soon as he well, hears the clunking from behind. In a minute. Because right now you're in the surprise round. Mm. I get 11. Uh, 18. Right, 18. 18. Bank? Uh, 12. Alright. They go first, which is appropriate. They'll get a... So they'll essentially get two free shots at you. You have barely any warning. There's a skittering and scuttling on the ceiling, and you look up to see that it's cracked up there, and you look to see long, ropey, squirming, many-legged things the size of schnauzers dropping down from above. 
mandibles flashing as the very large centipedes <laughs> try to bite into you. That'll be... I'm pretty sure the 14 will miss you, but how about a 19? To bite their guys? Guilt. 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 You don't get to rage, you are surprised. Guild. What's your armor class? Uh, oh, where's my armor class? Uh, 16. Alright. One of them hits you. Are you by any chance immune or resistant to poison? I believe I am immune to poison. I am immune All to right. the poison condition. Ah, uh, immune to the poison condition, but I'd not poison. you still take poison, poison damage, damage. Yeah. yeah. Okay, give me a constitution check. Excellent. Can do. Constitution uh, saving throw, rather. 21. 21! You mm -hmm. take four points of damage as two of them scrabble and bite. as one of them scrabbles and tears into you. And bank! Hmm? Well, the 13, I'm pretty sure, is gonna miss you, yeah? Yeah, that misses. The nat 20, on the other hand, is not going to be fun. Are you any Ooh. kind of immune to poison? Or resistant? Do, do, do. Where are my defenses? Not immune, but I'm pretty sure I'm resistant to poison. Okay, well, give me a constitution save and we'll see if that matters. Damn, that's a four. Okay, you are a plasmoid. Let's look this up. Mm. This good matter. Uh, so my creature—if it's humanoid, I'm my creature typing is ooze. So if it's if I'm it affects creatures, I still will. But yeah. No, this is just poison, poison coursing through your veins. When do you yeah. have veins? He, he kind of is veins. Yeah. yeah, just nothing but veins. All right, so bank. This sucks because this is gonna get doubled. Uh, where's my thing? So you're going to take six points of piercing damage. Okay, that could have been worse. Uh, Alright, well since that's the one attack, I'm gonna use an endurance dice on that then. But you're also going to take 16 points of poison damage. But that's just flat. It's part of the attack. I know, I mean, yeah, but that's like the total, so then, because yes. I'm still resistant, po uh, resistant to poison, so it'll have to eight. It'll have to eight. Yeah, I'm looking at plasmoids for 5e, and I'm not seeing uh, any poison resistance, but I could be wrong. Uh, I think it's all, I think it's all like, lumped them to, like, one of their things. Oh, here we are, resistance, acid, poison damage. Yeah. And I'm glad you were the one at crit. Alright. As both of you are still up... Alright, so I only take one piercing. Let's see. You were surprised. Nine total. They rolled well on stealth. They're going to get to bite again. And then we'll go to the regular order. Bank, what's your armor class? Uh, 16. Bank, you are missed. Okay. Eliza, not so much. Two more bites. Give me two more constitution saves, please. Uh, oh, that's an 11. And that is just what you needed. 
a natural 20 on the other. The poison is not finding you. It's not gotten into your coolant systems yet. Uh, but you do take seven points of piercing damage as two of them start worrying armor plates off your body, trying to get at what's beneath. And now, now I believe, who had the 18? That was me. Now you get to go. All right, so how many centipedes can Gaius see? There are four. And Four. they're currently crawling around and over and skittering lightning fast <laughs> on around your friends. Alright. Biting. Gaius brandishes his spell book and he shouts Sumnus, pointing his wand straight up in the air and casting sleep, seeing how many centipedes he can put down. Alright, now I'll give you the choice. Uh. You can put it in such a place that we will hit two of the centipedes and none of your friends. Or you can land it right in the center of your friends and hope that the centipedes hmm. are easier targets. You guys still sleep, don't you? Yes. I do. And yeah. I just took a hell of a hit then. <laughs> yep, so I'm gonna point it I'm gonna point it at a place where my friends will likely not get caught. And right. I have pre-rolled my 5d8, and the value is 23. You, as Bank and Guild, dance back, trying to get some room and recover. Two of the ones pursuing them immediately hit the ground. They are out. Alright, next I believe... It was Guild and Bank, yes? That was the order? Uh, yeah. No, no, Bank, then Guild. I got 11. Okay. Bank, you're up. Oh, and as a bonus action before my turn ends, I will activate my Blade Song. Alright, probably not the, bad idea. How many of the centipedes were there that we could see? Four. Two there are two left two awake. Right. Cool, so... When we rolled initiative, you would have seen Banks' arms did similarly what they did last time. They congealed down, turning into beast claws. Because mm. I can do that on initiative. Which is oh, fun. nice. Uh, yeah, and I'm just going to go to... I'm going to try and grab the one of the awake ones. Alright. To make your attack, then. Uh, so he's attempting to grapple, so it'll be sure. my athletics versus their either uh, athletics yep. or acrobatics. Absolutely. That'll be a 23. Well, you certainly beat him by about a multiple factor of 10. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You've got a squirming, angry bug. Yes. And because of my claws, if I successfully grapple, he still takes... A d6 of damage. So that's four points. You do not have a squirming angry bug. You have bits of squirming angry <laughs> bug. It's, it's dead. Uh, part of it, yeah, but it, it's... Uh, the It's nervous system hasn't caught up to the fact that it's gone yet. Alright. Then there was guilt. I would like to rage. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, why does it sound familiar? Well, guess what? Oh, You're raging. Excellent. Um, so as as I rage, the 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 golden 
sort of veins on throughout my body uh, start to glow with and crackle with purple electricity. That's just what I want. Otherwise, no change of expression because my expression never changes. There's yeah. a smell of ozone in the in the close air of the crypt. And then, uh, yeah, I'd like to hit something. Uh, what's nearby? Uh, what have we got? A centipede that you, I can hit? Absolutely. There's one up and snapping at you. Uh, I'd like Let's to try this it. reckless attack thing. Sure. Roll with advantage. See how that goes. Not great. Uh, what have I got with that? Uh, that'll be plus five, so 13. 13, I believe. Yeah, that just hits. Excellent. Nice. Um, they're nice. they're sending the beats. Not known for wearing scale mail. Roll you damage. <laughs> 10. Though I'm pretty sure I know how this story ends. <laughs> it's just uh, D10 plus my strength for damage, yeah? Plus two for being a barbarian. You're raging, yeah. Oh, it is, yeah, it is. Alright. Uh, strength. Nine damage. The Warhammer comes down. The spray is quite impressive. Bank has a few bug bits floating in him. A few more. I'm imagining a Gallagher at the moment, you know, with watermelon. Mm. <laughs> and the hammer comes yeah. up. They sink into his body and you watch them slowly begin dissolving. <laughs> now, and you are left with no more moving enemies. Am I going... Am I, it's a fair bet to assume that the rest of them are being dispatched swiftly as they slumber. Very quickly, Gaius just moves yeah. to the next one like a blur, and down comes the sword. <laughs> Off with its head. Shing. They're easy enough to kill once you know where they are and what they're doing. Give them that. And soon the crypt is left in silence. Once more. Now that you're down here, yeah, there's a sarcophagus in the corner. Sorry, sorry, a sarcophagus straight ahead. There's a lot more rubble down here. You can see big cracks in the ceiling. Some of which are big enough for, oh, say, giant centipedes to burrow through. There's an urn in the corner. Aside from that, it looks quite blank and bare. The sarcophagus doesn't even have a name on it. Guild, help me get this open before more of those creepy crawlies disturb us. I walk over and lift it up. You lift it up, putting your hands next to handprints in the dust. And to your surprise, it lifts easily. And looking inside, you can see why the sarcophagus has a mechanism in it. And inside, where there'd normally be a casket, there's a large velvet lined chest bottom Ooh. with many many things set into it and several places where things were set into it but were taken at some point you see I hope you're ready to write things down <laughs> uh, let me switch tab get that loot document open yeah You see a hell of a lot of arrows and crossbow bolts of all different styles and makes. Some of which have uh, glowing symbols on them. Ooh. You see 
four silvery rods that yeah you're yeah guys is there that you can identify <laughs> as sun rods basically one use flashlights you see six flasks potions or something else it's hard to say anyone trained in religion Gaius is not six flasks at the holy water uh. yeah above game. you you see you see two faintly glowing purple potions purple you see four scrolls. Okay. You see a thin dark wood case decorated with an image of a scarab with a single eye glaring upon its back. Much like that book that was in the forbidden chest. And you see Four glass and lead bottles that seem to be swirling with greenish vapor. Greenish glowing vapor. Hmm. That is what you see. Can Gaius attempt an arcana check? to see if we can get some sense of what this is, this green vapor. Absolutely. Are you picking up an item, one of those to examine it, or are you just kind of giving it the eyeball? Guys will pick up the vial. Not, right, he won't uncork it. He'll just he'll just bring it to his eye, and that will yeah, be... The, oh, no, not 5 The bottles are strangely cold to the touch and seem to vibrate slightly as your fingertips contact them. That'll be... Oh, yeah, go did ahead, you, Amy. Uh, I was just gonna say, did you say that there were also like various bolts, like uh, um, crossbow? Oh bolts? yeah, there's a crap ton of crossbow bolts and arrows. That'll hey guys, an what 11. did you roll? An eleven. You've never seen anything like this before. Inside, the vapor kind of swirls, almost adhering to your fingers like a plasma ball when you stroke the sides of it. Hmm, most curious this. Gaius says, Gaius says, rolling the vial between his fingers. But if it, it was oh, these hidden... Are bottles. A bottle, yeah, he's rolling a bottle, staring up at it, and... Well, if, if it was left here, though, whatever it is, it must be potent. Uh, probably useful against undead, I'd say, given the nature of the order. As depicted on the statues out there... Probably best if we don't uh, uncork these or drink them ourselves until we've had time to have a proper look at them, though, eh? So now the question is, arises. Is there... Go on. Uh, do we want to... Do you want to try and detect anything on the remaining yeah. objects? Yeah. Gaius immediately kneels down. 
And he starts drawing a circle in chalk on the floor, begins reciting detect magic as a ritual under his breath. It'll take about ten minutes. Uh, we'll keep an uh, eye out for anything. Just right. to make sure that nothing comes surprising up on us. All right. Guys, with detect magic up. About uh, 17 of the arrows are met. Arrows, mixed arrows and bolts are magical. The six identical vials are not magical, which, with closer examination, you're pretty sure those are holy water. Alright, these, uh, these articles the glowing... of ammunition here, most certainly magical. The glowing potions are, are magical. The... Scrolls, you're pretty sure, are spell scrolls. And then upon closer examination, you find that they are four scrolls of protection from evil. The uh, bottles full of coiling vapor are shedding a moderately magical aura. And there is a fairly potent aura coming from inside that darkwood case. There, 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 Gaius points them out. Don't touch that Darkwood case. That one's particularly potent. Mayhaps we ought to uh, figure out a way to get that out of here without opening it before we uh, figure out what to do with it. Get Lady Kendra to take a look, perhaps. You're also certain that their non-magical bolts and arrows are silvered. Upon some time to examine them. We have something to carry all of this. Gaius shrugs, slings his bag uh, over his shoulder and uh, holds it open. Now I'm willing to carry as much as will fit in here, but we'll need to pitch in. Split up between the lot of you, your two backpacks, and it's not too difficult. Most of, most of the items are fairly small. And if you're leaving behind most of the silvered bolts and arrows, then uh, you can get everything else without too much fuss. Mm. I suppose we haven't seen anyone use like a bow or a crossbow yet, have we? Well, your uh, mm. scout does. But she's at, at the oh, sick at the minute. Try to fit as many of them in as you can. Look, look, I'll make some room here. Gaius, like, shifts some room in his bag. We should try to take as... at least some of those, I think. Alright. We'll just as have much to get him back can. to Kendra's house, so... Yeah. Mm. Does Guild have a backpack as well? I don't think so. I don't think I've actually okay. given myself one. Yeah, sorry. It'll be pretty noticeable. Alright. Okay. Thus the morning phase ends, and a lot of you reconvene at Kendra's house. Some with news, others with ill-gotten gains, or well-gotten gains in Yo-Yo's case. You find a very grumpy Kendra waiting for you, currently make setting out a bit of a charcuterie board. Mm. Oh, as the morning rolls on in the afternoon... Hmm. She says, I'm glad you made it back. I wish you'd let me know before you headed out. 
I found some stuff at city at the town hall, and Amy starts laying out the papers and everything. Some of these she I can read, you, others they I let can't. You in. Yeah. They I asked very. I, the The council lady was very nicely because of the. I think it was the rug and the skeletal and beating up on that rug and maybe the skeletal hands that did something for good. All right. Oh, that's so, good. Here you go. I, I can't read these in uh, uh, this language, but I figured maybe somebody here could. So I just grabbed the ones that look kind of interesting. And if these don't pan out, or these don't work, then maybe uh, uh, the records at the, the Temple of Phrasma will work. It's not a bad idea. They track mostly births and deaths. But with the prison right there, there were a lot of deaths. Uh, okay, what does everyone else have? Anything good? And we found these, says Gaius with a flourish as he unslings his backpack and begins to extract the silvered arrows and bolts and the potions and just lay them down on the floor carefully. We assume this Rise to be the careful wider, items that, that your father's journal uh, mentioned. Oh my. All right, all right. That's a lot of... Oh dear. Ooh, I'm going to go need to fetch my pearl, aren't I? Okay. Now, there's quite a lot there, which means, at least to me, that uh, whoever stockpiled all these things, I was expecting there to be a need for them. Which means there's considerable threat to this town. You mean besides the big creepy prison up there that my mommy would really like to have as a summer house? I, well, yes, that, and let's not forget the Sturges out in the woods and whatever was calling my name in the wee hours of this morning. And whatever caused you to have those ghoulish dreams two nights back. I don't think the Sturges are going to bother us as long as there's no pipes playing. Oops. Yeah, that's what was in my dream. The pipe. There was somebody playing pipes. Uh, uh do 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 do, and she uh, uh roughly imitates the uh, uh the tune that she heard, and then the the sturges burst out of my window, and it, it was it wasn't fun. Interesting. Well, you've been awfully quiet. She looks toward Yo-Yo. Everything all right with you? Kendra asks. Oh, Adam, you're muted. <laughs> uh, he gets lost. like, he gets yeah. like that. Gaius says. All right. Well, probably, probably running through the hundreds of possibilities of what to make for dinner in his mind right now. That's fair. Let's see. That's uh, ah, you're a bard. That's right. I can. Do you know how the spell of comprehending languages? I can teach you that ritual if you if you're Gaius, capable of learning. Gaius sighs. A bard, right. Comprehend languages. I don't, I must say, I don't have it in my spell book. If it's no trouble for you, sure, I'd be willing to learn. Sure, let me go look. She goes and uh, comes back carrying a very neatly arrayed and well-kept book and a couple of pouches of very chaotically sorted ingredients. 
father left about a hundred gold worth of uh, scribing supplies. I can easily spot you two spells from my book. Spell set. Like. Comprehend languages. Well, you know, I usually rely on Yo-Yo to do all the talking, but I suppose it might help with the reading, eh? Well, she gestures at the official paperwork. I don't know if you're competent with Bavarian, but... I can read Bavarian. Oh, okay. That's that's going to help. But this would be at another set of eyes. I think that'd be a good idea. Uh, what else do you think, in your professional experience, I'd be adept at? One spellcaster to another, you know. Oh, well, I really don't know much about how bards do their thing, but <sighs> I can I can show you the other spells I've got, and um, you can see if there's another one you want. Gaius, his lips pursed, just reaches out to take her spell book and starts flipping through it. Right. So, let's see. Kendra's spells. She's... Got a, few, got a few interesting ones. Let me pull up the list. You find that most of them are based around divination. It seems to be her specialty. I'm not a but school. One, I've spent a lot of time studying myself. But of the ones you don't have, she has Comprehend Languages, Featherfall, Identify, and silvery barbs. This one here, identify, says Gaius. Uh, look, I know that one's fairly elementary, but what can I say? Uh, in the university, I was paying attention to other things. Uh, I'd be happy to pay for your time expended, of course. Uh, she she waves her fingers. We'll get this scribed, and I'll loan you the pearl I have to cast it with. Oh, much oh. appreciated. Honestly, if you're if we're just doing this here, why don't I teach you while I identify this massive pile of magical stuff you've got? Oh, oh, can I help? Can I help? I, 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 I can, I think I can do this. All right, we'll have an identify party. That sounds good. Yay! Oh, these the, the these bottles that are glass and they got the swirling green in it. It look really fun to play. Can can we identify those first? Cause they look really neat. But I know I'm not supposed to touch them because they could be dangerous. All right. But Amy really wants to play with one of them. <laughs> like one those of those little uh, uh, fidget bottles. You know, you you turn it one way and watch it swirl and turn it the they other. They kind of do. And after 10 minutes of work, she identifies them. Oh. These Gaius are watches very carefully as she casts her spells. And are you making notes using the spell, using the scribing components? Yes, uh, Gaius has got his mage hand, and it's like sort of floating in front of him with a quill, just Excellent. scribbling it down. And by the end of the hour or so it's going to take her to identify everything, you'll basically have the identify spell scribble. She, this, this is a thing called a haunt siphon. My father told me of these. See, there are things called haunts. Not every 
Not everything that dies horribly becomes a ghost. Sometimes it becomes stuck. Like a... Skip... Oh, a memory! Like, like a hole in reality, a memory that occurs over and over again and drags you into it. Mm, yes, they, they repeat over and over and over and over, right, yes, and... Normally sometimes they drag others into it. Yes. Normally, they can't be killed. They can't be attacked. They're memories. They're not things with actual flesh and blood. Or ectoplasm, anyways. But you help them resolve their loose ends, and sometimes yes. you get lucky and they move on and it's gone. Yes, if you can find an item related to the haunt, or if you can find a pattern of behavior that breaks the haunt out of its stuck place in the ether. That can do it. Or you can use a haunt siphon. Or a cleric could possibly channel divinity. Though I don't know much about that. I know that oh. turning the undead has a chance of driving away a haunt temporarily. A haunt siphon basically absorbs, tries to absorb the haunt into it. Damaging the underpinnings that make it and create it. The downside is their one use. And that some haunts might be too powerful for just one to take down. Are these used? Or currently empty? Oh no, these are fresh. Amy picks one up and she's like turning it over in her hands now that she knows it's safe to touch. Yeah. And she's like once once they're used, they fill up that, like with black as the void and uh, actually somewhat damaging to living tissue. It's the remnants of spiritual residue. Li literally a liquid agony. You'll notice that for once, Gaius is not trying to... He's now not trying to over-talk her. He's just standing there, seemingly listening intently to every word she has. Uh, and the little mage hand is scribbling notes furiously. As to the rest of it... Looks like you've got about uh, 20 silver arrows, 20 cross silver crossbow bolts, 6 flasks of holy water, 10 plus 1 arrows, 5 plus 1 ghost bane crossbow bolts, 2 undead bane arrows, Five potions of cure light wounds. Two potions of less, lesser restoration. Are those the purple ones? Yes. Okay. And she slides the darkwood case open to reveal folding wooden board covered with letters and numbers and a singular brass arrow shaped planchette with a hole in the center oh that looks neat and Amy will uh, like poke at the wood now careful don't touch that I tinkered with these once in university sometimes Sometimes you don't know what you're inviting into your home, and sometimes you have to go to quite some trouble getting it out again. This is a spirit planchette, a brass spirit planchette, the weakest kind. It's like a speak with dead that you can use on the area. 
it's a it's a hello is anyone out there rather to a specifically you tell me what you know this can be dangerous but it can also be a good way of getting the attention of the spirits of the area Well, we've already stared death in the face today and laughed, so I say go for it. And, you know, if any ghosties show up, I'll do my very best to help them pass on to the other side. And I'm sure Go Yo-Yo will as well. (sighs) Well... Maybe we should ask Kendra if you want if she wants spirits and ghosties in her house because this is her house. And it's not polite to invite your undead friends in without permission. She invited you in, didn't she? Clearly she doesn't mind. Honestly, if you it's probably safer to use it here than it is anywhere else in the town. I if it goes wrong, there might be collateral damage, and it'd be better to li- be limited here. Not to mention if any of those, well, not to mention if any of those yokels out there see us tim- tampering around with a with a spirit board. They're already throwing accusations of necromancy around at the funeral. You know. I mean, they're not exactly wrong. This is technically within the necromantic sphere, so yes, it's best not to be used in public. Well, Gaius's hand slides to the hilt of his blade. I say, I say, go ahead and do it, if the rest of you are up for it. I'm not scared, of course. How would I be? Any ghosts attack us, it'll, it'll be a trifle. As long as they're not rug ghosts, right? Carpet ghosts are... Well... (laughs) He looks over at Lady Kendra and he says, Perhaps uh, perhaps we ought to do it out uh, in that room where there's naked floorboards and, and, and no plushness underfoot, yes? How do you even hit ghosts? Amy holds up one of the arrows of Ghost Bane. Probably with this. I mean, if it's a ghost bane, doesn't it usually mean it hurts ghosts? Well, if they're manifested, yes. Gaius waves his spell book with magic, of course. The solution to every problem. Oh, for the record, it took about an hour to get everything identified. So if uh, anyone wants to short rest it. Ah, yes. Gaius will get that spell slot back. Gaius was busy scribing, sadly. Oh, yeah, no, he does not go. Well, I saw it to be left. That's fine. Health coming back in a short rest work? That's just from uh, So basically, hit dice. Hit die, yeah. you, you get a number of hit dice equal to your level. Yes, you have two and, right now. Uh, when you take a short rest, you can basically roll and add your constitution modifier and get that many hit points back. And you get to choose. Six. So if you roll once and you don't like... And if you roll once and didn't... Say, didn't get you back enough, you could roll the other one and see if that does better. Okay, so you can use up as many as you want in a particular yes. long rest? Short rest? Yeah, no, short rest, yes. Yeah. I might use Basically, you're catching your breath, you're doing minor repairs. Yeah. 
And we need to use one, and I am one off max. <laughs> Which I'm guessing you're probably good. Yeah, no point in spending the other. I will spend the other. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they come back after a long rest anyway. There's no point. Yeah. Sitting on them. Up your level on a long rest, yeah. And Kendra will ask you if you do want to scribe, comprehend languages or one of her other spells, guys. Yeah, guys will be scribing comprehend languages at least, but only that and identify for now. Alright, that's all she has this free spoken bubbles for anyway, so. Okay. Well, it's up to you if you want to do this now. It's a little bit before evening, so. But can, real, before anything else, can anybody read these records in Verisian to see if they're important or not? Well, I can now, to... says Gaius. Do you want to push through and study into the into the evening? That's fine. What time is it at the moment? It's like uh, four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Those records might make some good bedtime reading. Look, all you have to sleep, I don't. How about I pour through them later? For now, we uh, do this uh, spirit planchet. Then be careful with them because they belong to the town and they're kind of, uh, uh, that's all they've got left of the, of the, uh, prison. That's what the, that's what the councilwoman said. We can Endemic, dear girl, I'd never besmirch a book. I'm sorry, Guild, what did you say? We can split, split them, um, if we want to get through them faster. All right. It always helps have a study buddy, as they say. Got me through so many sleepless nights back in university. Well, Lady Kendra, uh, we're ready if you are. Please proceed, then. I'm not sure. Well, I do know Magic Missile. I'll stand by. Are we asking a specific a specific ghost for answers, or are we just uh, sh- sort of shouting out in into the uh, spirit world, oh. going "Yoo-hoo"? Anyone there? I should have explained this. You get basically get basically three three questions. Chuck, we might we might speak to your father. I think someone mentioned that this was not particularly directed. We couldn't yeah, she goes just still. the area. Still, there's a chance he might uh, show up, right? There's a chance. Amy doesn't Wouldn't know be. how a spirit board works, so she reaches into her pocket, pulls out a couple of... Uh, 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 stick candies, uh, the honey flavor and a grape flavor, because those are her favorite flavors. And she puts them on the like the top of the board like an offering, and then steps back. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't and hurt a chance, I suppose. Can Yo-Yo have a look around to see if there are any spirits around with uh, the 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 undead? Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yo-Yo, 
you turn on your ghostwise ability and immediately the rest of the world goes black and white with the exception of the spirit board which is softly glowing and colored and seems to suck in your vision this thing's a beacon onto the other side and while there's no ghosts in the immediate vicinity kind of get the feeling that uh, this thing will echo when it's used. Quite some radius to it. Hmm. Can Yoya just sort of lean forward and move the um, the stylus or whatever you want to call it to spell out hello? You do so, and in your vision, you hear, though your lips didn't move, your own voice echoing as the stylet traces it, and hello, hello, and your voice echoing out, flickers of something like strings in the distance. And then they start to come in. Yo-yo. The rest of you just see the little halfling looking around wide-eyed. Yo-yo. These are farmers. These are... These are people wearing... Battered suits of armor. These are people wearing... Prison... Clothes. Staring at you with cold faces. Are there are there a lot a more than the ones wearing, ar wearing armor and uniforms are burned, burned horribly. There, there are a lot of them, Yo-Yo. The room is slowly filling up with this maddening crowd. All of them staring at the board. And Yo-Yo. I would like you to roll me a perception or religion check, if you would. Was that a perception or religion or perception, perception or religion? One or the other. Okay. Ten. Would. Uh, this be a bad time to use an inspiration? Do we have any inspiration? One of you has an inspiration. But it is not you. Mm. Although, I will tell you what. You did comfort the family, and that is something that Yo-Yo would find inspiring. This is part of his task as a priest. So yeah, I'll give you an inspiration for doing that. Though I forgot to mention that. And uh, you can use it right now if you like. 21. 21. Yo-yo. As you gaze through the crowd that's looking around and staring at the board, 
there's one of the spirits that catches your eye. It's a large man, bald, hunched over with a veritable cornucopia of weights formed into holy symbols weighing him down chains he's holding a massive shepherd's crook and while the others are staring at the board he's staring straight at you and there's something in his eye that's familiar familiar somehow and you rolled a 21 so yes that'll do it and you remember the eyes of father Grimborough in your dream when the father was about to rip off his face like a mask and the eyes are the same as this spirits it's in the room it's looking at you. Uh, guys, I'm a little bit um, flustered because we got about... I stopped counting at about 80. We got a lot of ghosts in here right now. Uh, what were the questions that we wanted to put to them? Uh, I, I can't see any. Uh, do you recognize the professor among them? Can I see the professor anywhere? The room's filling up. It's getting hard to see things. But go ahead and roll me one more perception or religion check. That also, would be an eight. You can't see the professor. and But you can see that hunched over man approaching you. Hand his free hand trembling as he raises it, the weights throwing it off a bit as he stretches it out toward you. He's pushing his way to the crowd to get to you, his grin splitting wide. Does my understanding of the occult suggest that it would be really bad to play patty cake with this gentleman? You know, you're not exactly an expert on spirits, but it's hard to think of anything good that could come with this. Uh, guys, do we have you do any know, You do questions? know, however, that you could shut off your sight and get clear of the area. That would probably mm. stop whenever, whatever you wanted to do. Um, if this room is filling up with spirits and stuff, uh, how do we turn the board off? I raise my hammer. You simply take your hand off the planchet, says Kendra. Oh, okay. Well, they have the floor. We should uh, ask them some questions. They didn't come all this way for nothing. Hello, my hammer. Hello there, Spirits! Gaius calls it. If you can hear me, I'll do my very best to 
to help you pass on, but I need to know some information. Yo-Yo, his voice is a pounding gale coming through the board. You can see the spirits orient toward it. All but the, all but the one that's coming straight toward you. What are you doing about that? I'm going to look him straight in the eye and say, if you keep coming closer, this session ends and there will be no conversation. Stop. Now. By Phrasma's will. Ooh, roll me an intimidate check. There because when you're two foot tall, you can really rock the intimidation. I really should have gotten a natural one, but I got a 12. Sometimes short people are the scariest. Yeah, they can be. He actually pauses a bit. Considers. And Giles a greasy smile. And Gaius, what was your question again? Gaius hasn't asked one yet, but if he's free to, he'll just call out, Professor Lorimore, who murdered him? And why? That's too Yo yo. Dude, there ain't any ghosts in here. Read the room. I don't think they care who murdered Lorimer. I think they care who murdered them. And you, as you say that, yo yo, you see. You see. A weathered man. His head crushed and deformed. His jaw hanging off, and it pains you. It pains you because you recognize him. And it hurts to see him in this shape. This is Petros Lorimore. As he staggers from the back. And in that brief moment of hesitation, with the other spirits are slowly reaching toward it, he surges forward, grabs it, the planchette, and starts jerking it under... Guys, fingers. Even as the others, as even as the, you see, several of the other spirits move toward him, trying, stretching out their hands to grab him. And the planchet spells out, "Whisper way, killed to cover." up their ritual at prison. Well, it looks like we're going to the prison at some point. I mean, it goes without saying, but... Well then, let's ex- let, let's open the floor. Who um, murdered if- all... Who's doing all the murdering around here? I'll help you move on, but I need to know where I'm supposed to look. I don't think that's a good question, considering how many ghosts are here. Be here for a while. Oh, not all at once. Just if any of you met an untimely end. So, Gaius, I would like you to make me a wisdom, a charisma save, please. Charisma save. This isn't going to be good. Amy is getting ready to whack that planchette off the board and out from under Gaius's fingers, even if she hurts Gaius doing it. That will be a nine. 
who met untimely ends. If there's anybody or anything at large that hasn't been brought to justice, any uh, unsolved yo, yo. mysteries or fetters, I I'll do my best to... And Gaius is just addressing the room, which to him is empty. Completely unaware and oblivious yo, yo. to... You don't see what happens. The big man looms in front of you. And the by the crowd of ghosts swirls. And Gaius... <laughs> Stops speaking. Okay, I'll I want you to back up, back up. As Gaius turns and examines you. Oh. Gaius never stops speaking. And that's about the point Amy whacks at the boy. And then his, then his eyes fix on Bank. Ah. Bank. And Bank, this is not Gaius's voice. This is a voice you heard in your dream when something was scooping out handfuls of you. B A N K. Crack. <sighs> Go his knuckles. For the record, we've got things under control. We've been trapped for ever so long, but we're almost out. And when we are, we're going to play again! Amy, roll your attack. Okay. Here comes Amy's attack on the board. Let's see, uh, seven plus two, that's a nine to hit the board, and she doesn't care if she's hitting Gaius at the same time. She's just trying to disrupt this thing. Because as, uh, Guild pointed out, Gaius does not stop talking. Yes. <laughs> you strike at the board, and Gaius picks it up in the planchette and one hand and whirls around. Amen. Ah, you've got an interesting one. A. M. E? I wouldn't have expected that. Okay, and that's, now Amy is attacking Gaius at or And now we're going to initiative. <laughs> hey. Amy you, is Gaius. going to invest in a ball gag for Gaius. <laughs> or a muzzle. Everyone roll. Jesus, okay. Twenty plus. Uh, a natural twenty for twenty one. <laughs> Bank, the situation is devolving. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do about it? Uh, so... Yeah, so the claws aren't active yet. But it's just like, that's... That's not Gaius. <laughs> what? I think he's just going to try and... Yeah, he's gonna attempt to grapple guys just to like hold him in place. All right. Yeah. Go ahead and roll it. Oof. Those are jank rolls. Oh, that's a ten. With a natural agility, he slips free of you. Your grasp. 
That was a 21, 20, 19, 18, 17. On 17, yo-yo. Yes, sir. The large figure suddenly flashes to... I can't call it flashing to life, but it suddenly... The man sweeps a hand toward you and tries to grab you. Oh, well, that sucks. Throw me a grapple check there, Gil. Do you mean a strength test? Yeah. Okay, athletics or acrobatics. Whichever one you prefer, usually. Oh, well, I would definitely prefer an acrobatic to a strength. Uh, But it's still only going to be a six. The rest of you see Yo-Yo's little legs kicking and flailing as an unseen force raises him in the air. But Yo-Yo... As he leers into your face from inches away, you realize he's not just grabbing you by the scalp, he's grabbing your soul. Throw me a charisma save, Yo-Yo. Twenty-one. It's all lies. It's all lies. It's all lies. Inside, here, inside your head. Gods are nothing. But you shake off his words. Disheartening as though they are. 16. 15. 14. 13. 14. 14. And then? Yes, you're up. Alright. Uh, I'm not sure I actually want to rage. Uh, so <laughs> we've got Gaius, uh, who is not possessed, who seems possessed and is doing something. Um, can I attempt yes. to punch Gaius in the face, knock him out, not doing lethal damage? You can absolutely try. Go ahead and roll your attack. I would love to try. Don't take this personally, please. Uh, can I only reckless attack while raging? No, you can reckless attack anytime. Okay, may as well then. That would be... 22? That would be a smack in the face. Go ahead and uh, roll you down. And no, roll actually. What? Let's see, you aren't skilled with... This is an unarmed attack, so... Yeah, it's a base of 1 plus your strength modifier. Alright, that'd be 4. Alright. You punch him in the face and his head cracks back a bit. You see a little blood coming out. Did he... (laughs) He laughs. Ah. Gilded Lily, he says. Don't you have a nickname? Guilt, that's it. Guilt. That'll be an easy one. Back quite the path. He says, even as blood is streaming down his face. Gaius, how many hit points you got left? Hmm, so, Gaius had 16 hit points. Okay, down to 11, good to know. His AC is 16, by the way. Yeah. Well, 
Normally it is. But he's All possessed, right. so it's more the ghost. Alright. We'll move on. That was what, 12? That was 14. That was 14. 13. 12. 11. 10. On 10, Gaius casts a spell. And from the dim recesses, a door seems to form in the corner of the room. This is and not a spell I have. Solid, <laughs> and fingers of solid black, long fingers emerge as something pulls its way out and looks around with burning blue eyes. It's a thing made of shadows. Lily. The shadow spawn will come for you. Armor class 15. 16. And you have advantage on this attack. Ah, that's right. Yeah, reckless Thank attack. you for being honest. It manages to hit you. And the claws hurt. That'll be... 16 points of cold damage. That's a lot. Still As the hand phases through you, leaving long trails of frost and cracks spreading through your body. Let's see. It will take its second attack on bank. Actually, Amy was bopping him, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah, well, Amy was aiming more for the board. But yeah, she she uh, oh, yeah. the ele eleven will miss Amy, I assume. Yes, an eleven will miss Amy. Okay, ten, nine, eight, seven, yep. six, six, eight, eight. Yeah, blast goes off. All right, are you leaving Caius out by any chance? Um, are you, are you am I able to target Gaius but not thing possessing him? Oh, they are different souls. And you have ghost Oh, yeah, you have your ghost-wise senses on. Looking that way. Yeah, you see there's a figure overlaying Gaius. You see Gaius kind of slumped back adrift, his spirit lost in this... Well, it looks like a burned, singed, and tattered figure wearing a, wearing a pair of spectacles and a prison uniform. And you are able to target Gaius. Okay, well, obviously, um, I am going to, uh, how many If you so the... wish. You can affect three people. Yeah, I definitely want to affect Gaius. Um... Who would be the highest charisma in the group? Certainly not Gaius with a charisma of eight. I think Amy actually. Amy yeah, has a charisma Amy. of fourteen. Sorry there. Uh, 
sorry there, Toots. That's gonna be then, um... Oh, wait. Uh, okay. Amy and, um... Amy and Yo-Yo are gonna be the ones without the blast. We're the ones with the cons with with bonuses on our saving throws. All right, you cast bless. That is your action. Yes, what does bless do for us. Plus one d four to all attacks and saves, I believe. Yes. Excellent. He 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 holds out his holy symbol and he says, "By the will of Farajma," and just this 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 the sparkling light reflects off of the holy symbol and uh, the three that I've targeted, I imagine in my sight, are all illuminated by her benevolence. Corpse fires go up. That's about as benevolent as she gets, but they are glowing and illuminating. You see the spirits edging back from them. You see the ghost that has you is glaring at you. Oh, you'll regret that. God slave. That was eight, seven, six. Six. Okay. Amy knows they they said that to end all this is to get uh, the planchette off of the board and away from people. Right? Yeah, Kendra did say that, didn't she? Yeah. Okay. So, um, Amy. She is not far away from Gaius because she just smacked at the board and Gaius just sort of spun around. So Amy is going to pull a what looks like a small water balloon out of one of her pouches. And instead of throwing it, she is going to do her best to smash it on the board. It's acid splash. All right. Let's hope this board's not of Okay, so how does the... How does the uh, uh, inspiration work? Don't worry about that. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because you go to soak the board with acid. And Gaius' figure laughs, laughs and pulls it away easily. And Kendra darts in and slaps his hand away. And substitutes the 18 he would have rolled with a 3 from her diviner's grace. The acid sogs the board completely, the planchet slipping free. And Yo-Yo collapses to the ground as Gaius kind of gasps. And Gaius, your nose is bleeding and your face hurts. I told you it was a bad idea. I, well, uh... Well, I thought back. I was helping. You know, you tried to help. You tried to do the right thing, and people you don't kick you in the bloody face. You don't ask an open question when it's a crowded room. Even I know that. Well, it didn't seem to be a bloody crowded room, did it? She Is points at uh, uh, she points at Yo Yo. He said it was crowded. Oh yeah. No, the second, the second this romantic gets sh- slapped out of his hands, the shadows would in every direction. Okay. Good, good. It's gone. 
Yes, Gaius oh. is getting lectured by the eight-year-old on book. <laughs> yes, he said Taking a moment a too long to realize, Gaius finds himself wrapped by uh, Bank, is just wrapped in like loads of tendrils. Yeah. And he's holding <laughs> Gaius, <laughs> Gaius just is down. I do apologize for punching you in the face. I thought it expedient to. Uh, no, it, it's Gaius wipes the blood off his nose. Uh, it's it's quite reasonable given the circumstances. I just uh. Well, you know, when Yo-Yo said a crowd, I figured, you know, a crowd by his standards. You know, he used to do those dour sort of religious services back on campus, and he'd draw three or four people, and he'd consider yeah, but that didn't a crowd. He, didn't he say that he lost count around 80? Well. I'm just going to point out that if, 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 if he were not, in fact, unconscious on the floor... He would be saying, can you, like, maybe punch Gaius some more? I think that was well, working and, and helping thinking, a lot. <laughs> then now's a good time to take our break. <laughs> uh, as Gaius gets shamed. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, Amy's just gonna take a rug beater to his head. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> no, there's no or... need for that. Yo-yo, uh, yo-yo, please, off the... You're fine. Come on, you'll be all right. Patting Yo-Yo around there. That's it. That's it. Come around. You know, you, I, I think you might have missed Juju. Um, Yo-Yo is unconscious. He's lost all yeah. consciousness. Yeah, he's his Gaius is leaning over him, sort of shaking him, smacking his cheeks. Come on now, don't, don't, nothing bad. Everything turned out okay. Oh no, break then. Play through. All right. All right. <laughs> Amy's going to put, going to go to the parlor, get a pillow, put it under Gaius, uh, put it under Yo-Yo's head, and get a blanket and put it over him because she she doesn't know what's wrong with him, but he's unconscious, so he must be sleeping. So she I can make him comfortable. If you get a pillow, on. that's the same as a mattress. Yo-Yo. <laughs> I'm going to put the tea on and see about uh, making arrangements for dinner because I'm in no mood for cooking. You were all very brave. Thank you. Did you Amy. hear that, Yo-Yo? Gaius calls out, Dinner! Time to cook Amy. dinner! Amy is going to cast Bending on the spirit board and the planchette because it's cantrips she can do, and then she's taking the brass planchette, looking at Gaius, and shoving it in her pouch where he can't get it. <laughs> the planchette is pretty much undamaged. It was only brief spray of acid. The board was basically, you know, thin wood, so it melted, like, but mending is enough to get it back in rough shape. So, yeah, but like I said, the planchette's going in her uh, new bag of holding where Gaius can't get to it, because that's what you do when you when somebody does something wrong, is you take away their toy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a long afternoon. Um, Does anyone have any evening plans? I think I... As as soon as we can get Yo-Yo awake, I think Yo-Yo and I should go to the Church of Phrasma and see about their records because this just got really, really big. Right. Because the for the whole uh, before the whole ghost kerfuffle, did we learn anything valuable? Yeah, the boys said aside from, from the value of humility. Yes, yes, I'm well aware. Gaius, quiet. Gilded Lily was talking. Uh, when when we asked the first question about 
why were you killed? Uh, we got the response, Whisper Way killed to cover up their ritual at prison. As I suspected! You're just getting a flash. Gaius is just getting this look of disbelief, like, yeah, you don't right from You recall Amy. anything you said when you were possessed, did you? Asked Sandra. Oh! Did I say something? Uh, well, look, anything I might have said about my research projects at the university. No. I take that it all back. It wasn't your research you said, projects. You said. Well, the thing in you said, don't worry about it. We're almost free. Why would we go? We're going to have some fun once we're loose. Ye okay. Uh, Amy starts uh, trying to wake Yo-Yo uh, up, and she's going to grab one of those potions of Cure Light Wounds and hope she's doing it right, and she's carefully pouring it down his throat because she doesn't know what's wrong with him. She's hoping this will help. All right. Sure, mark off a potion. Gaius sighs. He looks at Guild first, and then at Amy, and then at Bank, and he says, Well, thank you, I suppose, for beating the ghosts out of me, and thank you for making sure Yo-Yo didn't cop the worst of it, eh? I'll get started on these records. Yo-Yo, I'm assuming, does not wake. Uh, do I have control over it? You absolutely do. How? Well, here's the thing. I didn't knock you unconscious. Oh, I thought you said you did. No. You made the save, dude. Shall oh. we rewind a bit? Basically, the stress of resisting this thing put you out temporarily. Take the Cure Light Wounds potion back. Okay. I, I beg your pardon? I... I, I... Not this thing's I've got a fair bit of warble, but I thought you said Yo-Yo yeah. falls on Tantra, so... Mm. Oh, as no. um, said that. You, fought, you fell when the thing holding you released you. As uh, Gaius... As Gaius goes okay. to leave the room, he steps over Yo-Yo. He sees Amy pouring the potion down Yo-Yo's mouth, and then he clears his throat and he says, Hmm... If only somebody was awake and able to cook us a lovely, scrumptious meal for dinner. Amy holds out beef jerky to Gaius. Here you go. Gaius just takes it and then he peers down at Yo-Yo and he says, He was blinking and so didn't come to. <laughs> ah, you're fine. Was a bit worried there for a sec. Uh, uh, under what qualifications do you suggest to make a determination that I'm fine? Please, I've picked up more than a couple of things from watching you do do your medical things. You, you're talking... I you for four years in comparative anatomy and you couldn't consistently identify the difference between human and, and, and dog bones. Oh, that's easy. He, even a child can spot that difference. Dog bones are more agile and comparatively denser than human bones, Yo-Yo. Try another one. And then Gaius just chomps down the beef jerky and says, 
You get started on dinner, chap. I'll be in the study doing some reading, and thank you for saving my skin again. Well, should we take a break to uh, give our uh, DM a, a, a moment to breather? Yeah, we were going to, then things we happened. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's code yep. for we stuck. <laughs> no, no. Because we're just so into this role playing thing. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are into That's it. Smart. It's like, all right. Yeah. I caught it, but keep going. Yeah. Okay, five minute, yeah, five minute break, then we'll pick up with the second half. Yep. Yeah. Five, ten minute. And so, after the chaos from uh, the, the attempt to contact the spirit world and getting overwhelming results, you settle down to a dinner and a casual session of berating guys. <laughs> eventually that eventually that gets old. I, I'm gonna drag Yo-Yo's gonna drag everybody to the carriage where he's gonna unfurl his kitchen and he's gonna make a big huge stroganoff, um, which is gonna oh, be served stroganoff. on a big piles of mashed potato with some crusty bread, and he's gonna say he's gonna broach the topic right in the middle, and he's gonna say, "We have a bit of a problem." There's a thing. It's a big, shadowy thing. By the way, he's going to point to... Um, who was the person who took, like, 16 points of damage? Gaius. It was painful. Guild. No, I took 16. Oh, the, it was guild. Sorry. Cold damage. So guild is going to be healed. Did anybody else take damage? Gaius did, but... All right. Yeah, I, I, I'm fairly sure he can heal both of them completely. Um, it takes a little work, but you can. Sorry? Guild is a little guild is a little strange, but uh, once you get the hang of how the systems work, it's like, oh, okay, this is like blood vessels. This is like I'm down twenty one points at the moment. Well, yeah, it's just that I can use both healing kits and spells, and so between the two, I'm usually able to bring quite an enormous amount of healing. All right. Um, no problem. But what he's going to say is, um, there's a large creature, and he'll describe it, that was appearing out of a doorway, and it sort of tore filled up. They're clearly imprisoned under the penitentiary and they're clearly about to break out the problem is just based on that encounter given the number of ghosts and given their general malevolence I don't know that we as a group are powerful enough to do anything about it well we we got those things from the cemetery earlier today we we have 200 gold in vouchers to spend. We can stock up on supplies and maybe mount an exploratory expedition, see what we're dealing with, then come back and consult and see if we can't figure out a way to actually deal with it. Now that things have settled, Kendra says, I believe that was a summoning spell that Gaius cast. That shadowy thing was... Something ripped from another plane, and 
put here? Could Gaius make an arcana check based on them describing the spell to determine Absolutely. the type, the exact spell it was? Sure. Let's go ahead. That will be a 15. You can help describe what hit me if you like. 15, that's enough. That was summon shadow spawn. But from what they're describing it, that was a bit faster than the usual shadow spawn, which means it was probably upcast to a fourth level slot. You can you can look through my spell book all you like, Lady Kendra. You'll not find such a spell inscribed in my pages. Far you beyond the curriculum. Nobody's accusing you of anything, Caius, then. No, I, I'm well aware what I'm saying is that if whatever possessed me has the ability to wield such power using somebody else's body as a vessel, then, well, hate to say it, but I think Yo-Yo might be right, and there's certainly no way we're prepared to deal with that. We can't just march in there. I have an idea if some... We have two ice people that have come from that prison. The one that Yo-Yo saw and the one that Gaius got friendly with. We know what they sort of look like and what they do, right? The one in Gaius was obsessed with names because he was talking about Gilded and he was spelling out my name even though I had never introduced myself to him. So if the records of who was in the prison who died would be in the Temple of Phrasma, we should go and find out who they were. Because wouldn't the priest at least know who they were? Or maybe even the council members? If we know who they are, we could be better prepared, right? Precocious, aren't you? You know what, I think be, you might be right. They might be in the general records you retrieved, says Kendra. Well, certainly, we can look through the things that haven't been sorted through already. Once we're done with dinner, I intend to get stuck into that through most of the night. Well, if that's the case, maybe Yo-Yo and I and maybe somebody else could go to the Temple of Phrasma and look through those records and talk with the priest there. I'd be willing to help you sort things out, Gaius, if anyone else wants to get in on that. It'd probably be best to make sure nobody's read. alone. I you can, can read the Yo-Yo yeah, yeah, Perfect, yeah. you're with us. Yeah. Bank, would you like to go with Yo-Yo uh, and Emiliana then? Or would you like to stay with us? Bank? I think Yo-Yo was trying to say something, but yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, she looks. Would it be possible to hold one of the ceremony that is covered by the spell ceremony is a funerary rite? I believe. If we can get, as Amy suggests, the names and details of some of the and we hold a ceremony a proper funeral, could we force even some of the weaker of the spirits to shuffle off the mortal coil, thereby weakening the enemy forces against us? Okay. And I don't know if I'm making sense, or that's what Yo-Yo is wondering. 
roll me a religion check. With advantage, because Kendra ha has trained in religion as well, and can assist. I rolled a three and a two, so I got a total of seven. Oh, the problem is this is getting into the lore of ghosts, and you're not sure what all is entailed. Kendra sighs. Maybe the Temple of Phrasma has some literature on this. If you're planning to research there eventually, anyway, tomorrow, this might not be a bad thing to look into. It's not a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea, but I don't know the particulars of it. I'm just not sure whether you can compel a spirit to move uh, on. Well, that's a very good question. I don't know about enough about ghosts specifically, and it's clear we're dealing with ghosts, it looks like. Possessions are usually a sign of that. If it were up to me, and far be it for me to decide what you do, yo yo old chap, but I would uh, not uh, do that again, yes? Your ability gave, seemed to give you a large leg up, but it also rendered you vulnerable. So, I, I suppose it's a risk versus reward thing. That's just my take on it. Well... You just have to be better prepared if you're going to do that again. Alright. So, we need to research, and you wanted to go to the temple tonight. Alright. Well, let's... Uh, should we get on that? Is there anything that we need to do before that? Well, considering that they were talking about almost being free, I think, you know, we may be, um, yeah, it, the, the, the clock might be ticking for us if we want to stop these guys. Why are they breaking free now, though? Kendra asks. That's what I don't understand. Oh, hey, Whatever yeah, we, reason... we found this... We we found this at the uh, uh, the hunter's blind. Uh, we think it was left behind, and I hand Kendra a copy of the uh, um, the uh, recipe riddle thing. Necromancers says Gaius. That's a perfectly horrible poem. Hmm. Now I recognize the insignia there. It's necromancers. Now obviously they've done some sort of ritual and. Well, your father oh, right. was caught oh, up in it. right, that is the mark of the Whispering Way. And I mean, this is the sort of thing they do, is set a bunch of ghosts loose upon a town, but... And the board said, uh, when we, when Gaius asked about who killed the professor, it said Whisper Way, so would that be the same thing? They yes. killed him to cover it up, and... Well, yes. look, I've been accused of being a necromancer, I'm not one myself, but if I were to think like a necromancer, I'd look at a place like Harrowstone, and I'd think there'd be a lot of bloody ghosts and restless spirits in there. Maybe, but this seems a lot of effort to go to, to destroy a small farming village. I'm just saying. What if the village is not the end goal? There's more than enough spirits in there in Harrowstone that if you were to control all of them, you'd have a veritable army, wouldn't you? Perhaps this town Maybe. is just the first stop of many. But they said that they didn't say anything about controlling, just said that they were going to break free. 
Nothing well, stopped them once they're nothing stopping them once they're free from moving to the next town and the next and the next. Actually, there I think there is, but I had I don't know enough about ghosts, but there's a reason they tend to happen near where they died. All right. Well, then why are they coming out of Harrowstone at all? Why? Why indeed? All right. We need to we need to get to it. We have theories, we have questions, we need to find answers. That's my take on it. Yes? Yes? Yeah, I, I don't think we can... I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to take charge or try to... No, I don't on. think we can really do anything until we do have answers. And right. they've got to be in the records, right? Well, there should be something in there. I think Shall there we? might be in the records. I don't think they got to be anywhere. Well, you, you check out the church, go research here, Come back. Try not to stay out too late. Good luck. In my experience, if you're willing to read, if you're willing to spend many sleepless nights reading, you'll generally find the answers you're looking for. I intend to start. I'll be in the study if anyone needs me. Guild? That's... Let's yeah. do it. Let's go. All right. And his Thank mother you. wonders why he's never had a date. <laughs> and as the sun sets you pass the three of you Amy, Bank, and Yo-Yo make haste west over the river seeing the lights of the laughing demon in the distance as you make your way to the temple of Rasma it's dark as you approach and you cut Come to it just as the father is closing the door and locking it, the heavy leaden lock being turned by a skull-shaped key, and he turns and looks to... Hello, says Father Grimborough. Well, uh, Father Grimborough, uh, may I please have access to your library or records? It is rather late. Yes, I uh, should have gotten... an emergency. Uh, I would say yes. I heard about the ministering you did to the Rinfew family. I commend your effort. He says as he unlocks the door. Things like that get remembered. Well, I wish we had been able to intercede before his passing. All we can do now is try to bring those responsible under the judgment of Verasma. Just so. He lets you in. Is there anything in particular you need that I may assist with? Um, in sir? We're, we're sort of looking for... Maybe you might know. Um, It's dealing with the, the prison and some of the people that were in there. I, I know that I've heard that the memories of priests are long. The memories of priests are long, but the prison was indeed before my time. However, Phrasma's tally is kept, and as such, the records of births, none there that we know of, and deaths, many there, are kept below. Come, I will show you to the catacombs. Thank you very much. And she gives him a polite curtsy as she follows after. She does throw Yo-Yo a sort of apologetic look for sort of taking over, but it's like... <laughs> yeah, right. he's, he's, 
you know, as, as long as we get information on the occult, on this ghost, and information on Harrogate, you know, it doesn't really matter who does it. Alright, now I, this begs the question. You may research Harrowstone at the church, or you may research ghosts at the church, or you may research something I haven't thought of at the church. Emiliana. What is your choice? Uh, Amelia uh, is going to be researching uh, Harrowstone because she's going to be looking for um, uh, like important prisoners or like somebody because this the one that uh, got Gaius seemed to be like a really important, really powerful guy. So she's going to be like researching right. that. Do you want to focus on perhaps the individual that possessed Gaius? Then. Since she knows the most about that one, yes. Somebody who's obsessed with names and is as powerful and was in the prison. All right. Yo-Yo, do you want to yes. focus on ghosts or, so, or do you want to do more research on the prison or something else? Or another individual, perhaps? Uh, my guess is that Yo-Yo will be most useful researching the ghosts, answering the question of, can we compel them to leave? Alright. Bank, what would you like to research? Or would you like to assist one of them? Uh, I suppose Bank will try and assist one of the others, because... Alright. That's fair. Yeah. It can pay off. Who would you like to assist? Uh, I think probably Amy at the moment. Alright. Amy, go ahead and roll Investigation or History with Advantage. Yo-Yo, you may roll Religion. And Father Grimborough, upon hearing that you want to research ghosts, will share his knowledge, so you may roll with Advantage as well, Yo-Yo. Now, hold on to that number. And we'll move back to the house, and Gaius... What are you researching? Well, as uh, as Guild has just pointed out in the Discord, the Professor's Journal posited that the Church would have info on who specifically is the way after. Is the way after um, Gaius can't probably can't research that, but he will make a note to mention that when he meets up with anyone with everyone else. For now. He's going to just do a general sort of search of, like, notable prisoners who died in the prison. Alright. Good to know. Guild, what would you like to research? I would probably be taking direction from people that understand research better. I'm just being someone that can actually read it, so I will All right. probably end up doing the same as Gaius, or unless Kendra has All another right. idea. Not really, so it sounds like you'll be assisting guys. Yes? Yep. Alright. In which case, guys will roll with advantage. Alright, uh, I presume investigation or history, they're both the same to me. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go history. Roll with advantage. Luckily, because that was a nat one on the first one, but on the second one, that is a 23 altogether. 
And it? Okay. Emiliana, go ahead and roll for yours. Um, that is going to be a 14 investigation. All right. I forget. Did Bank, did you give her advantage or did you give, did you give Yo-Yo the advantage? I gave Amy the advantage. Roll again, Amy. Oh, that that was that was with advantage. Oh, so your total is 14? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I was supposed to add them together? No. Okay. Take the best. Yeah, so 14 was the best. All right. And I will add that Gaius would have spent 10 minutes ritual casting comprehend languages before getting started as well. That's fair. Yo-Yo, you may roll yes. either investigation or religion. I'm assuming you probably want to go with religion. Uh, well, I want to go with the one that got me the nice juicy 21. <laughs> All right. Actually, 21 will get you the bonus goal. So first off, as you meet and reconvene after a long few hours of studying, coming back to the house at midnight, sharing your information, this is what you have learned. At the time that Harrowstone burned, five particularly notorious criminals had recently arrived at the prison. Well, the commonly held belief is that the tragic fire began accidentally after the riot began. In fact, the prisoners had already seized control of the dungeon and been in command of the lower level for several hours before the fire. Orden Hawkrin triggered a deadfall to seal the rioting prisoners in the lower level, but in doing so trapped himself and nearly two dozen guards. The prisoners were in the process of escaping when the panic guards accidentally started the fire in a desperate attempt to end the riot. Emiliana. One of the five was a serial killer. Ian Ferriman called the Splatterman. Professor Fairman was a celebrated scholar of anthroponomistics, the study of personal names of their origins, at the Quarterfo Archives in Elifas. Yet an accidental association with a succubus twisted and warped his study, turning it into an obsession. Fairman became obsessed with the power of names and how he could use them to terrify and control. Soon enough, his reputation was ruined. He lost his tenure and he developed an uncontrollable obsession with an imaginary link between a person's name and what happens to that name when the person dies. Every few days, he would arrange for their, his victims to find letters from her name spelled in blood in a place where she'd come across them. And once he'd completed spelling their name, he would come for her killing her in a gory mess using a complex trap where a series of rigged events meant to look like an accident. And then there was a study on ghosts. The ceremony idea is a good one. However, it will have to be done individually for spirit, and you'll need the actual remains. That will significantly weaken the spirit and prevent it from manifesting for a time. 
In fact, if the spirit is sufficiently weakened, it can set it to a permanent rest. A gentle repose would work better as well. But the ceremony would be enough to get the ball rolling. Bear in mind that's about 25 gold worth of components per ceremony cast. So Yeah, and on per person basis, that starts being real hard. That's so putting them down en masse with the ceremony, not so good. But used to take down an individual to keep an individual one down after you put it down. Better odds. Also, since you exceeded 20, you run across an interesting idea on the topic of ghost lore when you're studying in the church. And that is of a keystone ghost. A keystone ghost is something that tends to come about when you have a horrible event. The Keystone Ghost tends to represent, is one of the pe mo people who died who was most influential in that event, and tends to represent the overall sentiment of the area. They can control, they, the Keystone Ghost is granted obscene amounts of control over the area in which it died, and influence over every other spirit that fell because of the event. It's called the Keystone in part because if something were to happen to that one singular ghost, then the rest of the spirits would have far, far more influence. Make absolutely certain that all of the details about Keystone ghosts are copied down so that everybody I can think of hears about it. Oh yeah, you're all sharing this information at the end of the night. So that probably means if if they're they say they're almost free, maybe they're doing something to the Keystone Ghost. Because if the Keystone, because it uh, according to your stuff, if something happens to the Keystone Ghost, the rest of the ghosts have more freedom, right? Well, they're also weaker. The, key, the Keystone Ghost has control, and it sounds like they are like the anchor. They're in a, in a tug of war. They're the ones that ground all the other ghosts. If we can get rid of the Keystone, maybe that will weaken. Am I misunderstanding what you were saying? Rather, I would think, what if we can bind the Keystone Ghost? Then none of the other ghosts would be able to leave. The and Keystone they would just Ghost stay in there. is essentially the king of ghosts for whatever event or region they occupy. Without it, the ghosts have a lot more free will. An ability to exert themselves as they please. Oh, the Keystone oh. Ghost, and you can control a ghostly army. Kill the Keystone Ghost, and the ghostly army can go do their own thing. I guess. And hopefully they move on and not just, you know, decide to swarm the town. Hopefully. 
I think we may have to go to the prison sooner rather than later. Maybe, says Kendra. There's still, there, it mentions five murderers, five influential prisoners, notorious criminals. How many people had weird dreams? I know I had one that had to deal with the Sturges and stuff, but mine didn't have to do with the, uh, the, 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 the splatter man. Did somebody have a dream about him? Had no dream at all. But the one that possessed Gaius was in my dream. Okay, Banks had a dream. I had a dream. That's two. Did other people have a dream? I had a dream about a big hammer that was smashing skulls. Okay, that's three. And slowly coming to me. Yo-yo nods. Yeah, I, I never it. slept, but I presume if I did, I probably would have seen one of the five. So, yeah, it's, uh, so considering that's four right there, I think yeah, that somehow we, uh, each one of us had a dream about one of these prisoners, even if so we if, didn't see them. If somebody else got possessed during that whole kerfuffle, perhaps a different ghost would have revealed himself. The one that possessed you did seem to know us somehow. Perhaps mm. perhaps that was the, the keystone ghost. There's also the fact that the you were possessed while you were holding the planchette. Says Gendra. And he was very interested in keeping that planchette and board away from me. Because I was trying to smack it out of your hand and stop everything. Well, of course, because we use that to invite him into the home. Now, this Keystone Ghost may not yet be in a state where he can manifest himself or the other ghosts that far out of Harrowstone, but they're gathering power. He needed me in my hand on the spirit board to possess me. Which is why I think we should not do the ceremony again, but rather, I think we should find a way to help the Keystone Ghost pass on. Perhaps we can find a way to settle his spirit in Harrowstone and then hope that the other ghosts disperse, move on to wherever they're supposed to go. We never had any trouble from Harrowstone until this, says Kendra. I literally grew up here, I lived my whole life here. And nothing until this. I mean, yes, sure, people would go up there sometimes and they'd never come back, or we'd, or, you know, the huntsmen would find their remains out on the moors, but. Well, the answer to the mystery seems very obvious to me. The necromancers, whatever they've done, has riled up this Keystone Ghost. Perhaps they're trying to get control over the Keystone Ghost. As Guild said, control the Keystone Ghost. Control the Ghosts, you have an army. Does the it only... sound like it could relate to that very scary poem? This town was just unfortunate in that it's the closest, closest little 
speck of civilization to Harrowstone. Uh, the oh. place is a veritable treasure trove of angry spirits. I mean, many of the guards' families. I mean, some of the lines are still here. If there's, if there's anyone to get revenge on, it would be those. And perhaps, if you're an angry perhaps, prisoner, ghost. Perhaps that's how they're coaxing the Keystone Ghost to come uh, forth. Amy, Amy's gonna look at that the, uh, the weird poem again and stuff. And uh, um, yeah. Well, okay. Here's a thought. Just looking at this thing, there's this line here: "Keeper of the damned soul, damned soul, take." What if they actually are? like did something with the keystone ghost i mean wouldn't that be considered the keeper of the damned soul sounds like it to me and what better way than to coax the keeper to do your bidding than by offering revenge against the mortal descendants of the men and women who locked him away or maybe they needed something from the keystone ghost for their recipe i don't know i'm just you know, I'm just looking at this poem, this weird poem. You, they say it's a recipe, and... Well, Kendra says, in any case, this is... It's late. We should get some sleep. There's options tomorrow. I mean, I get the very distinct feeling that... You may have to go out and investigate the prison directly. There's... Much as I hate to say it, I think you're right. This but, keystone ghost is the key. But whether or not you do it, but it's up to you. If, if you feel there's more research to do, if you feel there's things you could purchase from town to improve your odds, if there's something you think you can learn from talking with people. I, Much do I we know, know about the way already? There are a bunch of necromancers. From my father's journal, they were real, he said. Uh, fairy tales. The society of necromancers who want to turn the world into a dead one. Father may have done research on them. He may have been looking into them. They're the ones who did him in. Maybe he knows more than they think. Maybe he learned something about them. I don't have to sleep, as you know. Perhaps I'll do some light reading over the night. See if I can't scrounge up any offhand mentions of them in his notes, eh? If you like, she yawns. We'd better turn in. You'll pick this up tomorrow. Wait! Says Gaius, holding out his hand, and then he casts the alarm spell, and then he nods. Now! Good night. Sleep tight. Do you, though? Amy's going to write herself a, a small note before going to bed. Find out about other four important prisoners. I would like everyone who isn't an elf to go ahead and roll me a wisdom saving throw, please. This count as madness? Yes, you'll get advantage. Excellent. Damn. <laughs> Amy's on point as usual. Huh? Both right. Not yet. I'm just, you know, 
I, I may poke you about something here in a moment, depending on how I roll. 13 for a wisdom save. All right. It's an 18 from Bank. So, question. About this, uh, um, one of those little tricks that you are letting my character have. Yes. Um, how exactly is that going to... The, uh, what would you like to use it for tonight? I think I'm going to use it for tonight. Okay, say what say what you're using then, please. I'm using a legendary resist. All right. Mm. Oh. You pass. Oh. She's rather angry right now, so yeah, it's getting used. All of your dreams... No bad dreams. ...are disturbing. Mm. And... But you don't remember too much of it as vague imagery. You're... There's flashes, Bank, of you running down an alley of an unfamiliar city and seeing your name scrawled across every wall in dripping blood. There's images. Their guilt. So you immediately remember the sounds of a hammer beating metal over and over again and feeling your face deform. But it fades. Amy. You start to hear the pipes again, and you feel your voice go, Nope! Knock it the fuck off! Douche. And you sleep very soundly, as you feel hands tucking you into bed and ruffling your hair. There's a sigh of daddy, and she rolls back over. Okay. Yo, yo, you're back with us. Cool, roll a wisdom save. You may be having a bad dream. Ah, we'll get to you later. Unfortunately for all of you, though you do get a night's rest, your sleep is cut short. Okay, Yo-Yo sleeps well. As heavy knocking on the door draws heavy, uh, insistent knocking on the door eventually rouses you, and descending, you open it to find the sheriff looking back at you all. His face... A little spooked as Benjamin Kaler says, There's another bunch of blood on the statue again. And we're going to flicker forward to where you're all assembled in the pre dawn light, looking up at the statue where the bloody letters V E are spelled out. Who is V? Whose name begins with V E? And none of us have names that begin with V or E. Whoever they are, I suspect they've probably had the most restless night of their lives. Honestly, the only name I've ever come across with V.E. recently was when I was looking through the records. 
But that's silly. Why would a ghost be writing in the name of a dead person? 